0: hmm, early, man, it's early.
1: He's trying to put jizz on the same level as like Big Daddy Kane and uh rock
0: him mm. and I mean? he's not he's not there Jizz G- is dope, especially for the era and the camp that he came out of he stood out a lot because he was so committed to that lyrical smart shit you know what i'm saying but um i I don't know if you could even compare him to somebody like i don't i don't necessarily do it anyway but i don't know if you could compare him to somebody like big daddy kane those are they're just completely different MCs and from different eras too that changes everything I don't think Jizza would have. I mean, because Big Daddy Kane had a couple joints where I mean, he just had hit songs that was playing everywhere. I don't think Jizza. I don't remember a hit song by Jizza.
2: Come do me.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> My late brother, he was a huge Jizza fan. So, I mean, yeah. huge. That was that was his
0: favorite favorite member out of the whole Wu. Uh, I dig him. I, I um I'm not a Woo fanatic, but I remember the you know, the first couple years when they was cracking and uh it was dope because I think the, the thing we gravitated to the most was because everybody in my peer group was watching Kung Fu movies too. We were all we were deep into Kung Fu movies. So when we heard all those samples and saw so people dressed like ninjas in the videos and shit, it just it was an automatic winner for us.
2: Oh shit! My bad. I
0: didn't realize we started recording. I'm a piece of shit. My bad. Oh no, no, no! It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, we we really just capturing audio right now, anyway. So, but I did see your screen for a couple minutes. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to figure that out later. Tell me, I was I was still
2: messing around with it. Okay, so can can we get back to the? Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I totally tuned
1: out for a second.
2: So why? So you think Jizz is overrated? Why now?
1: Well, you're trying to put me on the spot, but uh. Yeah, I feel like so. <laughs> I feel like Jizz is overrated because you know what I'm saying he's always gotten a green light in the group in reference to everybody else due to his you know his relationship with Risen and them pretty much starting the whole thing off. But to me, the most consistent member of the, member of the Wu has been Ghost. You know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, this is, was this about to fall. <laughs> I'm ready for this now. Off okay, the face of the earth. All right. All they were right. about to fall off the face of the earth until uh supreme Clientele came out. When when supreme Clientele came out, that re-sparked the energy, you know, for the the group as a whole. For mm. sure. <clears throat> for sure. You know, GZA, GZA, GZA was like almost nowhere to be found during that time.
2: Um I think uh Beneath the Surface was pretty solid. I beneath think that what? was a a good follow up. You never heard Beneath the Surface? Huh? You never <laughs> you never beneath heard Beneath the, the Surface? <laughs> <laughs> the surface of what? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> the uh the, the now the the ones after that, uh Legend of the Liquid Sword, I can't really you know, I can't really vouch for some of the stuff he did after that. Pro Tools was dope.
0: Did you ever hear Pro Tools? I did hear that. I listened to Pro Tools.
2: Um, he had a 50 cent disc on there that was pretty dope.
0: Yeah, I'm. he uh, lost me at Ghostface. I'm not even going to front.
2: Yeah, uh his his <laughs> his official nickname on the podcast is Aggressive Greg. <laughs> Aggressive Greg Nice. I can't I can't I can't
0: I can't deal with Ghostface like that. He's um I mean as far as the factual you know uh gravity of that album and everything and the reality of when it came out and what it did for Wu-Tang is you probably I don't think that's even debatable. But if I had to listen I I can't listen to Ghostface, bro. I can't
1: now. You got to be a Ghostface fan to listen to. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. The the, okay. the Iron Man joint or whatever. Yeah, I but can't, Supreme I can't. Clientele.
2: See, but I would argue he made less sense on Supreme Clientele. I think I think he was easier to follow on. By on
1: then, and... by then he was the Wally champ. <laughs> I can't. Bro. I mean,
0: I didn't. Nobody understood it. Listen. That's the whole exactly we had a... Exactly, had a... that's my whole argument right there. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> understands that shit but Ghostface And the rest of us are just so... We're just pretending. Nobody wants to not be the cool guy, so everybody just nods to it. Nobody's gonna admit, like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. They're just gonna be <laughs> like, yo, that's that next level shit, son. Like, nah. Yo, he... Mob
1: Deep was doing the same thing. Like, they was making up slang words that, you know... Well,
0: okay, hold on. Well, Mob Deep, I'll give them some credit. I'll give him a pass. Because they clearly have like there's this whole the dun language, you know what I'm saying <laughs> they call, yeah, that's Dunn what they language. called it, and but they was basically taking sl- slang that already existed and putting in this you know sp- local uh the dun sprinkles, right, yeah, the dun they were sprinkling some duns on it, so it's just from their local hood shit that people were saying, I don't like you said, nobody understood ghosts, like it was pretty easy to figure out. What mob Deep was talking about that. When he says what the drilly with that, though, that's just like Snoop Dogg saying Izzle. He's saying what the dill, and then somebody can say what's the drill, what the drilly with that. So it's not that far off. Ghostface will just say watermelon, moccasin, p-funk and you'd be like, What (laughs) fuck is he talking about, bro? He'll just say random words and two or three. Yeah, but he's got a whole
1: clone. If you have a whole clone. You know, Action Bronson or whatever his name is. If you have a
0: whole clone, that means you made your stamp. I would say Action Bronson vocally and maybe a little bit of delivery. Maybe his voice definitely sounds like Ghost, but I don't think I don't think he raps like Ghost as far as what he's actually saying. If you take some of his timing cues and stuff like that, and the way he does his voice. You know, the way he sings, knowing that he can't sing, Ghost does that kind of shit too. So I don't, I can't really call it because I don't listen to either. Maybe that's why I don't listen to Action Bronson. It could be that. Maybe he just sounds too much like Ghost. But yeah. I don't have enough, uh, I don't listen to him enough to be like, yeah, he's biting Ghostface. I think he just has a similar yeah, voice. It's it's, it's just it's, like, it's if you the like- whole
2: sound. It's the whole sound. Because if you listen to them side by side, I mean, there's clearly some distinctions. You could argue that. Um, Action Bronson is a little bit more consistently in the pocket and coherent, right? You know, like as far as like punchlines and where he's landing. But yeah, as far as like the way the inflection on his voice and his beat selection, I mean, it's hard to not say this isn't, you know, you're you're not Ghostface Child. Mm.
0: Technically, you know? Ghost
2: lost a battle to him. Technically, I don't know the the video where Papa woo <laughs> bitched him up was kind of hard to watch.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, at zombies funeral, funeral? funeral. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> on, on the real though, that's some sucker shit. I gotta keep it real. I gotta keep it real. That's some sucker shit. Because you got a rapper who you think sounds like another rapper. Right? They bring it up to go. The, the way I saw it, anyway. Somebody randomly brings it up to Action Bronson, saying that he sounds like Ghost. And he said, Ghost ain't rapping like this no more. Right? So this is clear. Ghost has one legitimate response, one legitimate response, and he fucking fumbles the ball and squandles, squanders the entire opportunity by getting on YouTube and cussing dude out and threatening him for twenty minutes. I love that video because the records that was playing in the (laughs) background. Yeah, yeah, that shit was goofy as hell, bro. That was if I were to do it though,
1: that's how you do it. You put on some Teddy Pendergrass. (laughs) <laughs> and just threatened the dude with physical yeah.
0: violence He's film. like yo I
1: told you on the purple tape Like you didn't tell him anything on the purple tape right, he Because he didn't even exist He didn't yeah. even exist
0: That's, That was a sucker move bro That's, That was drunk uncle at the barbecue territory That's what that was He was even dressed like a drunk uncle at the barbecue If I'm not mistaken but I mean, you got a rapper that says you can't, you ain't rapping like him no more, or he ain't rapping like this no more. What's what's your legitimate response if you're a rapper? Some bars, yeah, right? Yeah, to get, not a to threat at a funeral. You gonna threaten me at a funeral, man? I, I mean, this is yes. what, <laughs> This is what that, we do? That's Wu Tang in essence. That's just corny to me.
1: People bro. came at Wu Tang in in the late '90s. They didn't go to the studio. They went to your show. They're criminals. Yeah, I mean they're doing all that God body stuff. They're doing all that God body stuff, but behind closed doors, they're a criminal organization. (laughs) And I just want to go on the record. Heard it here first. (laughs) They're a criminal organization. Same thing with Bad Boy. If you read up on some of the stuff Diddy did, he was wearing those shiny suits and dancing. Behind the scenes, there were assaults, there were beatings, like the same stuff that was going on at Death Row. They just didn't glorify it in their music as much because P. Diddy felt like that wasn't a good business move. But right. Wu-Tang, they've been pulling up on people for years. They just kind of <laughs> chilled out. Joe Budden was kind of like the last one, but they felt like, you know, there's that too much stuff there. That-
0: that was but I, it. Worse. Was beautiful. That was they even knew, worse. They, that was deeper They knew, where Joe, it, they
1: knew where Joe Buddy was.
0: That was even deeper. And they rolled up at they, they, roll, they they,
1: roll, up at. they rolled. They You know what?
0: I, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I not one I can't. If a rapper says you're not in my top ten, I don't know if that should equal getting punched. I'm just not feeling that kind of behavior, bro. That shit's corny. You know why? Because Buster Rhymes
1: said, yo, you, he might need to get smacked for saying that. So Wu thought about it. They had a meeting. They said, you know, we vote that, you know, he should get smacked for saying that. So Raekwon and some unidentified <laughs> member of the Wu-Tang Clan or some somebody from that area of New York found out where Joe Budden was and they punched him in the face. Yeah. But guess what? Did he get the desired results? Did Joe Budden ever say that he wasn't in the top 10 ever again?
0: Probably not. Exactly. Yeah. that's I, I can't help it. I, I feel like what, that's what ultimate corny, forward? bro. Joe Button said that Method Man, first of all, somebody put what out Was a it
1: ranked ahead of him? He said Method Man was not ranked ahead of him all time.
0: Right. It's an easy way to prove that without a fight. Wow, yeah. why? Very easy way to prove that without a fight Because we're talking why? about two rappers Comparing music He didn't say Method Man's jab was slower than his it was, It's two rappers Talking about rapping How, Where does the fight come in?
2: As a person who's because been punched bus- in the face Several times for being able to rap better than people I, I, I can tell you From first hand experience as, as much of maybe as a sucker move As you want to say that it is Unfortunately it is like an ultimate reality For, for resolving a dispute <laughs> you know, on some street shit. It's like, yeah, well, I can beat you the fuck up. So take your bars. Wow. And that and what know. made that what that made that video even worse is that isn't Papa Wu like a senior citizen. Yes. He's like 65, 70 years old.
1: Yes. So there's, yeah, but, there's but no but way Brock out of there. Like he knew what time it was. If he said the wrong thing, if he like shrugged his shoulders in the wrong manner, he knew violence was oh, violence was imminent. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. Because the way I look at it, I spent some time, unfortunately, living in the city of Toronto, Uh, and um, when Drake first came out, I was living in that area, and I didn't have any problems with him, but that whole Meek Mill thing changed my whole perception of how I felt like this individual was, but um, people like that, man, I hate to say it, I know they're rappers. But you 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 gotta you gotta hurt him physically. <laughs> like he was killing himself and was just saying like just shit oh. that just fucking realistic. And P. Diddy snapped that shoulder out of socket. <laughs> and when Drake came back, he went right back to singing love songs again. That's amazing. That's, not- That's how you have to deal with people like that. You know, Diddy is an old man. So for him to snatch your arm out of socket. That's a wake up call. But, but hasn't there
2: always been, you know, like this is this isn't the advent of something new. Like there was always a street element. Uh, you weren't necessarily the artist, but somebody around you could fuck somebody up.
1: You know, you there was like a you have couple to have steps that away. Element. It didn't uh, didn't Tribe say on that record? Didn't they say you can't call yourself an MC if you know that you're soft? Didn't yeah. Fife say that? I, so,
2: I forget who said that. I think it was on the Low End Theory.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Fife that said that. No, he said that on wordplay. Well, I heard
2: that um oh yeah, you can't call yourself an MC if you know that you're soft. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I heard that uh, Q tip got punched once. Uh, and then like outside of the studio or whatever where the dude punched him, it was like 300 dudes from the Zulu Nation waiting for the dude that punched them. And Q tip, you know, he was he's a, a more of a nerdy dude. Like he wasn't he's soft you know, like a street dude. He's soft. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just like they said you can't call yourself an MC. But when your man got punched, nobody expected him to go Hulk out and punch nobody back. They went and got a hundred other people to protect their soft friend. Right. <laughs> you see how, goofy, hey, this you see how goofy this shit is? You see how goofy this shit is? You can't be an MC humanity, if you're soft. But if you, saw, if you punch my soft friend, we're going to get more people to come. Like, what happened? Doesn't that mean Q-Tip's not an MC anymore? Because he got punched and didn't... What, what happened? It's complicated. Hey, me, <laughs> this shit's goofy is what use, it is. You have stuff, to use... Bro. You have
1: to use overwhelming force. <laughs> <laughs> shit is have to. It can't be you can't meet force with force. It has to be overwhelming.
0: As it's a deterrent that shit to the military, bro. Take that.
1: When I was in college and you know, we, I was in a group and we used to sing and we used to rap. You know what I'm saying? When we first moved to uh, South Carolina, we started this group or whatever. And um when we would go to venues, you know what I'm saying, we would get bullied. You know what happened? There's some people that actually liked us enough, and they're like, yo, you ain't getting bullied no more. So, those individuals started coming with us to shows. And you know what happened? We stopped getting bullied. Okay, and okay. Would do okay. Stuff
0: to us. Let me break you're this re- down, though. Let me point this out. Yeah. If you're going to perform at a show and people are physically booing you because they don't like you or whatever, uh, that's different from saying there was another group of singers who thought they can sing better than us, so we beat their ass. <laughs> that's different. It's a completely different situation. We talking about music versus music ending up in a fight versus these people were just bullying us cause they didn't like us. Like that, I understand you applying some force to even the playing field. But if they was just harmonizing on stage and you're like, nah, I don't like this shit. We kicking their ass. That's goofy. <laughs> I,
2: I I agree with you. I mean, I mean, I mean, the whole point of competition is like it's this is an alternative to
0: violence. Right, okay, who's who's how do we get back to the violence? And we still within the realm of the competition, like nobody changed it. Nobody's Joe Button didn't say, I'll smack Method Man in the mouth, he just said he's not a better rapper than me. Yeah, that that means the same thing. No, it doesn't. Only to a Neanderthal, (laughs) (laughs) only to a Neanderthal cave. That's how that's how I interpret
1: as a Method Man fan. I interpret that as him saying that. He wanted to kill everybody's
0: babies. <laughs> that's how I interpreted it. Can't, we can't navigate so, the world like this, babe. This can't be happening. We, we, so he can't just be moving through did reality. You say he like would this. eat my
1: babies? It it, it, yeah. it warm it warmed my spirit when I saw that that uh screenshot of that that dude that very large man punching <laughs> punching Joe button. It made my spirit smile.
0: That's why they got stand your ground laws, Joe, for people yeah, like that. That's horrible. <laughs> That's exactly why they stand your ground lost, people like that. Because
1: when I figured out, you know, when we were doing our little thing, there was one time where, you know, somebody on a a record said that, you know, that they was going to do something to us. And in our group, it was just three people. So we went to where we – because we thought this is what we're supposed to do. Yo, we're supposed to go see them. (laughs) So we went to go see them, and it was about probably 20 of them, and it was like three of us. And they looked at us like, yo, these kids are crazy. Because yeah. obviously we could kill them now <laughs> if we just wanted to, and then they were like, "Yo, man, like, yo, it was just a song," and so when we went back to the room, like, we had to have a discussion. Like, look, are we re- are we ready to die for real, or are we doing this oh, stuff for this because, music?
0: Are we ready to kill for this music?
1: Like, uh, or or you know, are, are we doing this because we're we feel like we're supposed to? So wow. because you know that was my personal experience. I feel like all these other people have to. uh Unfortunately, risk their safety and their freedom to uphold the standard that I feel like that they should. Listen, just like an athlete, athlete sprains their ankle, their ankle swells up. If they don't play the next game, we're going to call them a bitch, right? No, we shouldn't.
0: We all, This is my Aren't point. This is exactly my point. So, <laughs> no, no, if
1: not, if Stop. you're a rapper and you get disrespected, at a minimum, somebody should get beat up. It doesn't. It might not be your guy, but it has to be like
0: somebody affiliated with him. Bro, listen. I love KRS-One, bro. But even when he did when that shit happened with KRS-One and PM Dawn, I thought that shit was corny, bro mad corny this guy gets interviewed in a magazine and he says krs1 calls himself a teacher but a teacher of what and krs1 is like Yo, we gotta fuck him up yes <laughs> what do <are> we do <laughs> yes what the fuck
2: yes i don't think i don't think it listen a uh, um a finely placed well thought out retort is is get you no street credibility
1: there's so, some people you can't you I can't understand. respond to. You can't you can't give them the energy of putting out a record. So PM Don, they getting their ass beat. Drake yeah, it's, it's, has it's a, he has to wear his arm in a sling for a month. There's certain people like you could come out with a like who, who why would care? Well, what, what are the rules? When is it safe just to have re- rhetoric? When that's is why safe? there's a meeting. That's why Wu Tang had a meeting. You think they just went out there? No. I think
0: they yeah. did. They had a. <laughs> I, I, I have no reason to think that they had. What did they sit down and have a, a intelligent discussion about how to fuck somebody up? For, and for, everybody was for, there. <laughs> man was wrong there. On the list? <laughs> Killer army. Killer army was there. <laughs> oh my god. Capadonna was, the, was there. You know who was definitely there? Dyson that, was that, there that that dude who tried to cut his own penis off and jump out the window? He was. Oh, probably. he was definitely there. He's definitely a rider. Oh, anyway,
1: what did I miss?
0: <laughs> oh you know, you didn't hear about the Wu-Tang affiliate Who tried to castrate himself and jump out a window Yo, Yo he didn't was try a he Super did.
2: religious dude
0: Yeah I forget his name was oh,
2: Christ something Yeah the dude that was heavy On the uh, Grave Diggers album
0: uh, I don't know I don't even know if he was around back then I thought he was a new guy I, I don't know we talking about uh, Who was it Shabazz the... Oh no 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 not Shabazz the Disciple Okay no, no, this is some newer. Uh, this, his name was hmm. Christ Bearer. Christ Bearer. Oh, no, I don't think I've ever heard of him. Yeah, son castrated himself and jumped out like a second story window. Wow. Yeah, that's, I guess uh... because he was getting famous, he was getting popular. He didn't he couldn't handle it. So he was like, you know what, fuck it. Well, who knows what else was going on in his life? I'm sure there was a lot. But I feel like that's the guy who was calling the shots at that meeting.
1: <laughs> and that's who we want. That's who. We that's want. who we want.
0: He gets a head table. That's the guy who sits at the. Him
1: and I, and I, God rest his soul. ODB. That's who needs. That's who the deciders need to be.
0: Running the show for sure. For sure. You just. And you know what? Out. And
1: by the way, that that Q Tip story was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, it just overwhelming force
0: i love it (laughs) shows you how how ridiculous any of these you know this whole toxic masculinity patriarchal shit that we've built for ourselves we show you how david ruffin
1: wasn't ready to fuck up marvin (laughs) gay
0: ready (laughs) david ruffin and marvin gay i I could see how they could have had some words for each other but back then, I guarantee you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it was more likely that they would have a fucking sing-off than fight each other.
1: Well, you know, they was putting Guaranteed. shit, like little shots Guaranteed. at each other. If you read the lyrics of some of their songs. Lyrics. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, I, but <laughs> if they cross
0: paths, <laughs> not police reports and hospital <laughs> and hospital. But see, and back
1: yeah. then, it was the chitlin' circuit. So we don't, we don't know what happened. Right. You think if they if they did a a a, a song uh, or if they did a show in I don't know uh, Augusta, Georgia, you know what I'm saying in the '60s, early '60s on the Chitlin' Circuit. Come on, man. You know they was fighting. I they know, had I, a couple. I, I, I black people didn't just start fighting in the '80s and '90s. Like I don't know why there's this whole thing where older black people. Oh, we didn't do that growing up. Y'all used to shoot up heroin. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the criminals like, and the junkies.
0: They was you know what I'm of, saying? There was a lot of junkies. There was is a lot of it, uh, junkie, uh, celebrities and shit back then too. So.
1: <laughs> so they're trying to make it seem like yo, know, black people just started acting a fool in like uh-huh. 1984.
2: No, no, a heroin no, man. Addict, but heroin ain't violent though.
1: Yeah, you but guess what? With guess what? yeah, until your shit is missing. In between, in between (laughs) highs, (laughs) (laughs) shit might get real. (laughs) Yeah, when shit get missing, man, let me tell you something, bro. That's when that razor blade come out.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't fuck with that. I can't co-sign any of that behavior. I feel like we don't need that shit in the future that we're trying to build. All that goofy gorilla shit gotta get flushed down the toilet, bro. We don't need I'm, maybe not completely thrown away because we we definitely gonna need it, but it has to be applied in the right places. We can't have fucking singers and rappers whooping each other's asses. But
1: but here but here's the ultimate reason why. That means every rap beef that we get after that standard is met is gonna be legitimate. Cause nobody's gonna go on a record and just 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 sneak diss somebody. Unless, like, you know what I'm saying, there's there's a true purpose behind it. Because they know, you know what I'm saying, I might get beat up. I might get beat up by a lot of people. So, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make sure it's, it's worth it. And I'm going to make sure it's good. When you just have that, that climate where anybody can say anything about anybody and there, nothing might not happen. Then that's when you start getting, you know, people like uh, that dude, uh, like Nick Cannon.
0: So, somebody. so
2: you're not allowed yes. to have an opinion,
0: right? Eminent, is, yeah.
2: And, and un, you and, have freedom
0: and, of speech, except for if you're a musician, then we're gonna whoop your ass if you say the wrong thing.
2: Does it apply to fans though too? Like if you give somebody a bad review, are you just? Oh yeah, you got to get beat up too. Getting fucked up. Okay, you have to. You have to. This is that this just seems like a recipe lunch. for prison.
0: This is this is prison like, planet. <laughs> this shit's about to be prison planet,
1: bro. For real, you know, real. it's just like the Detroit Pistons. They were like, You might
0: beat us, but somebody's going to the hospital. That's a horrible ideology. <laughs> <laughs> That is a horrible ideology. That's not good. This is not something that we should aspire to no, as a. No. Society. Every,
2: every hip hop show moving forward should be Malice in the Palace. If the fan doesn't get knocked yeah. the fuck out, it was a failure of a that show. That dude
0: was not when I said put your hands up, he didn't. So <laughs> we're fucking him up right now. Yo, and
2: yeah, and you know what? Stop the show. Up. Hold on. Stop. Turn the turn the music down. Yo, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighth row. Yeah. 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 You're not lifting your hands up. You yeah. Just
0: sit goons on them.
2: <laughs> Just fucking people up in the audience.
0: Yo, he's a real ass nigga, son. Yeah, I can't He'll be bro. the most famous rapper. They weren't even. They weren't
1: even. By the way, they weren't even the first basketball player to like go in the stand. Vernon Maxwell did it. Not nah, hit a very- fan. Yeah, he hit him. Who put
2: punt? I don't know. Hey, Vernon Maxwell.
1: Maxwell. YouTube bro. it. High Pull it up <laughs> on your okay, phone wait, right now. Uh,
0: I'm going to see what year that he was. He only
1: got suspended for 10 games. YouTube it right now on your that's, phone. That's, Pull it up. That's a big suspension, though, ain't it? Back then it was, 10 games. Man, they suspended these niggas for, shit, the rest of the damn 90s. Or two, early 2000s. They, they, whatever games were left on the table that season. Yeah, it was over. It that They were done. Because, you know, David Stern, you know, he was, at this point, David Stern was kind of a tyrant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So um, he definitely wanted to clean the game game up, especially after uh, MJ left. You know, um, he wanted to make sure that a Iverson was not the face of the league, and uh, b that you know the fans could feel safe and um,
0: not be attacked by <laughs> our black man. He wasn't that precedent because if he did, 1995, February 1995 he ran into the stands and punched a fan because the fan was heckling him. See? Wow. He okay, didn't even throw... So, so Vernon Maxwell, just he just said the wrong thing. Yeah, I'm going to go out on... I'm going I'm to say that this person is a horrible example of a human, right? Not just because anybody can lose their cool and, and attack somebody. Anybody can. But you got to push it in perspective. So, you are... I'm going to presume that this guy was financially secure, that right? Man millionaire yeah playing a game for a living yeah right he's not he's not working in a coal mine he's not a fucking blacksmith he's playing a (laughs) game for a living and there's a fan who came to the stadium to watch him and other people play and you lose your cool enough to fight this guy and it's like your your life isn't decent enough to where you can let this shit slide right now. Like, where, where's all your stress and anger coming from? You play a game for a living, and it's making you millions of dollars. How are you angry enough to snap at a heckling fan?
2: Listen, Papa Wu just talks on records, and he was willing to fuck somebody up at a funeral. Well, Argu- did, arguably Papa Wu probably in-
0: stressing, though. Papa Wu probably still smoked two packs a day in the projects. <laughs> So I can nah, to be taking better care of than that. Not if he out here trying to fight people. I feel like he ain't comfortable. He ain't.
1: I don't know, man. I follow a man on social media, man. I'm pretty sure I live in a nicer place than he does. You see okay. what I'm saying?
0: So I can understand right, his enough. stress. I can understand his stress of wanting to start some shit. What else he got to do with his day? But son is out here playing basketball for a living, and you want to fight right now? I, I'm not. I don't yeah. know. I can't. I can't. I can't process that. When I don't things understand that
1: good,
2: it is hard to justify
0: Right, right you, I you, bet you that fan stopped talking shit though uh, He is probably no not. longer a fan probably. of the NBA <laughs> I don't probably think not. He, up he probably sued game. the dude and made some money off of it So I mean Oh, they the... settled, they settled out of court for sure Of course, so he got paid for you to punch him And I'm sure it's fine for Vernon Maxwell Because he had enough money to cover it The guy, you know, probably, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't a clean shot Like he broke his jaw or something He got punched by a black dude on camera And he got paid for it so, I mean, I'm sure that didn't ruin his life. So now, I there was I, a right.
1: punch in the NBA that did ruin a life, by the way. And that's Who's Rudy that? Tomjanovich when he got punched by Kermit Washington. Mm. That punch literally almost killed him. Literally. Damn, son. Mm, I'm not familiar
0: with that one. Basketball players <laughs> is angry, huh? look it
1: up, And that's why David Stern was like, yo, we got to stop these dudes from fighting because they're too big. And, uh, what happened was Tom, Tom Johnovich, like literally was running up when Kermit watched him to break the fight up. But Kermit thought he was coming to attack him. So he turned over his shoulder and threw a straight right hand. And then, uh, Tom Johnovich literally walked right into it and it like shattered his sinus cavity and there was blood everywhere. And, um, he was in the hospital for, uh, a significant period of time after that, um, and uh he never That's ran crazy. up
0: black ever again <laughs> like so that that just all the everything is right in the universe now he'll never run towards a black person ever again <laughs> angry one for no reason for any reason he ran That's and he crazy. had his hands yeah. up like anywhere i ever live you run at somebody and your hands is up look you, you know it is what it is yeah, that's. I guess that's more of a fight, though. You know, the athletes is tussling and there's real, you know, anger and and shit like that on the court. So I kind of, you oh, know, shit. he might have misjudged it, but I kind of get that. But going into the fans because somebody's heckling the game, that's kind of stupid.
1: This got to be. But like don't you like 70s, that element 80s. though? Does nah, yeah, this was, a, like, this was like this was like in the eighties. Uh,
2: high shorts.
1: Yeah, this is like late seventies, early eighties. This Kermit Washington thing It's
2: almost a almost a clothesline.
1: It was, I mean, it was a beautifully placed shot. It was almost too well placed, but that element of knowing that you, you know, an athlete can, can run up there and stomp you out in the stands, I think, adds a whole nother uh, level of uh, of realness to the to to the event.
0: You know that's what I'm saying? The, like, I think that's
2: called bloodlust. Quincy's <laughs> on team ruled by fear.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, when I was watching WWF as a kid, I like the fact that certain wrestlers would run up, you know, the fans like they're really going to hit them. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. In fact, I think more yeah. athletes should do it. Like the next time somebody calls LeBron off, he should act like he's about to climb the gate. Just one time. <laughs> that's,
0: just that's, some, like- that's some monkey shit. That's some monkey shit, bro. That's what monkeys do at the zoo when you taunt I them. Guarantee shit. Cl- you, people would stop fucking with LeBron if he just. No, they wouldn't. No, they like- wouldn't. They, they would up- fuck with him more. They would fuck with him more. They would go to the games and be like, "I'm gonna make this monkey climb the fence and assault me so I can get paid." They would I work. Mean- they would try their hardest to get assaulted by by an athlete, just so they can get paid. It's a gamble. You could take well, a couple
1: punches and be okay, or you could. Yeah, you, he ain't going to be, be irreparable harm. Him. No, well, let's not. Let's just think of it. Let's, see, let's, at let's look at it this way LeBron James. It doesn't take much for somebody's
2: that, that much
1: bigger than LeBron you. LeBron James is one of the top five biggest human beings I've ever seen in my life. TV does that dude no justice. And I saw him when he was 21. He's a whole lot bigger now. Secondly, The look in Ron Artest's eyes when he went up to the stands and ran down on the court. The look in his eyes. So you understand, all the security's on the court. Any fan that wanted to run on the court and square up with somebody could have. But they didn't because they looked at
0: Ron Artest's face (laughs) and they saw a look of rage that they have never seen before. Or because they're... Properly functioning as human beings, and they're just sitting in the stands and watching the game. No, nah, they made a choice. If you look,
1: most people either left or they ran on the court. They made they made a choice.
0: They it was fight or flight. Some fans tried to run on the court, and the other ones ran away. Yeah, once you down on the court, whatever happens happens. You get punched, you get punched. But once the, when the athlete comes into the stands, that shit should be like ants on a fucking locust. The whole fan, the whole. Whoever's close enough to swarm him Should swarm him and beat his ass But they that's ran, exactly what, away. Exactly they ran away They ran away They should just swarm when he him was... and kick his teeth out Like what the fuck are you doing up here <laughs> that, that's, that, that sounds, sounds good game. on
1: paper It sounds Yo, good on paper
0: oh, have you, 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 you gotta watch more nature documentaries Because there's a lot more fans in them stadiums Than there are <laughs> athletes buddy they, he would get LeBron, I don't give a fuck how far he could shoot that ball You running them stands around the wrong 30 people You getting your ass beat Period Bro. No That's questions. That's why it
1: happened in the fourth quarter when there was yeah. like you know thirty seconds. They're so the, Most of it, yeah. most of it was all most most. Even of first round, going,
0: first round. They're not going to do five it hour then. energy. Give them a five hour 50, energy in a red bull. They're
1: taking out fifteen
2: to twenty fans. You no, know, with not, serious, not do it in critical injuries, <laughs>
0: intensive care unit before you take them down. down. Only if the fans got, line up like they do in action movies and attack one at a time even but even if you're going a
2: whole bunch at once right you're getting some elbows you're getting some knees i mean there's violent flailing from a four or giant Well, five human of them feet. tried to jump on <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: when you
2: when you're 6'8 69 six, 250 pounds, the average the average american basketball fan is a is a horribly out of shape middle-aged piece of shit there's no hand skills there they they they're not there's not i mean Maybe if there was like a, a a team, like a high school team, but you know, there was somebody in the stands. There was at least twenty to thirty in shape people in there, but just average middle aged people. I, don't, bro, know, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I feel listen. like I feel like you could easily. I don't beat know. Them. An athlete could beat the shit out of fifty or sixty of them before know, they take bro. them down. <laughs> I don't
0: eventually. Think so. I don't think they want to be a part on. of
2: that fifty or sixty body mat- body count
1: first.
0: Yeah, bro, you gotta we gotta run a simulation on that. We gotta figure that out. <laughs> well, we that was a, that was a
1: perfect experiment. You know, when you looked at Ron Artest, he scanned the crowd. He looked like okay, most of them are gone. <laughs> that was the first thing that came in his head. So when he started going up the the stands, what did the first fans do? They pointed at the guy that threw the drink. They said, hey, it ain't us. They wanted no smoke.
0: So he continued to go
1: up. He continued to go up. And the guys that didn't say it wasn't me, he was like, oh, well, it must be them. So he went up to one of them and punched them. And they all were like, okay, well, it's four or five of us. Let's just beat them down. But they didn't take into account that Steven Jackson was already halfway up the stands when this little skirmish started. So now you got two very large, powerful black men and maybe five little small white people trying to beat on him. So then while this is going on, some of them came on the court, and then they squared off with Jermaine O'Neal, who's seven feet tall.
0: Yeah. Those are probably people who just wanted to get hurt and have a story to remember about
1: it. Yeah. Well, that's that's what happened to them. And then uh, before you knew it, it it was just crazy. The camera guy didn't even know where to go.
0: (laughs) That's madness, bro.
1: You know, at the end of the game, when there's nobody hardly there, you know what I'm saying, the af- athletes, they that was a perfect situation for Ron Artest to do that. Now, if he would have did that in the first quarter, it probably would have ended badly for him. But, you know, they're not as stupid as 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 they seem. You know what I'm saying? There's analytics going on behind, you, even their rage. He yeah. would have never ran up like that in the first quarter. Fourth quarter assault makes more sense, you're saying.
0: Yeah, exactly. yeah okay that's a smarter dumb move <laughs> if i'm gonna do something stupid i'll do it in the fourth quarter that's amazing now me i'm gonna do it in the first
1: quarter because i'm still gonna get my game check <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying the fine isn't gonna kick in until later that game check i'm getting and you wow. save three quarters of production exactly you don't have to run up and down the damn court for the full that's game. actually
0: a smarter investment then
1: yeah know, just... i could justify that violence a little bit more now <laughs> you're gonna get beat you know what i'm saying because now you got to get through the first row the second row like that's impossible
0: that's crazy
1: yeah Wasn't I, I can't it started
2: it. with ben wallace didn't it
1: yeah he got mad because he felt like it was a hard foul or whatever so he pushed ron artest Ronald Tess walked away, laid down on the, uh, um,
2: yeah, the scores, scores table. table, yeah,
1: and then somebody threw a beer at him, and then it just... That was it. That was it. It's just like yeah. on the It's All you got to do to start a fight with black people is throw something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> throw <the laughs> yeah, yeah, that's up. true. Right. That's true. That's definitely true. I can't even deny that one. I've seen it enough times to know. No matter what it is, it could be anything. If it's already some people arguing, just <laughs> take something, <laughs> just Put toss something it in airport. there. Yeah, it's yeah. going down for sure. I don't understand why
1: that's like the breaking point for us. Where did that like Where did that even come
0: from? Uh, it's just you know It's like uh, I don't even know if it's just us per se. It's just one of those things. Yeah, you know, you've seen uh, Bruce Lee's movie when he was about to fight Chuck Norris, and the cat. As soon as the cat made the noise, they start fighting. And yeah. then look at a uh, Pulp Fiction, when he came in the house and he found a gun sitting on the table, and and John Travolta comes out of the bathroom, they're just staring at each other, and all the tension is there. But when the toaster pops up, that's when he shoots. He's like, "Well, I guess that's my cue." It's like the bell for a fight. If everybody's yeah. sitting there and the tension is there, like no matter what it is, something just sets it off, and that you know, then it goes from there. It's the green light. Yeah, it's, it's the, the green light. light. Your actions don't count from here on out. <laughs> everything is fair.
1: Yeah. So this is confusing now. Um are we uh are we for or against violence to
0: assert oh, your your social I, I standing think, in celebrity kingdom. I
2: think it's very clear
0: that you are for violence. It's in celebrity for it. kingdom.
2: <laughs>
0: Specifically celebrities. Just so celebrities like we can, people. Yeah, people like pressure. yeah.
1: I think they should. I think it's something that comes with the territory. Nah, I, I think, think
2: it's an un- unfair advantage. I mean, if you're in the realm of art, you know, you're creating art. You know, it isn't pugilism. You know, if you're a boxer, then yeah, you know, you go in the ring and settle it with violence. But I don't, I don't know why that would be the end all, you know. So, okay, you could fuck me up, but we were arguing about, you know, who could cook eggs better. You know, this, this isn't a good barometer for what we're arguing about.
1: What's funny uh, is some of the best like MC skirmishes. There were no disc records put out either way. It was just somebody just, got just beat violence. up at a show. I I like that even better. <laughs> just cut cut right <laughs> Because to the, the next because the person that loses their next album is the most evasive album that you
0: gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so everybody loses. Cuz everybody's
1: going to listen and be like, "Damn, man, he didn't he didn't make he one did song about it at him. all."
0: Keith Murray clearly
1: punched him in the face. And they didn't say anything about it on their next album. They rapped about everything else except that.
0: That's a that's a cultural flaw that hip-hop has. <laughs> I think that's a flaw of the culture, yo. That's a hole in the boat, for sure. 100%. You know, it just in the
1: like boat. Drake and uh, Pusher, T. Pusher T. When Pusher T dropped that album, I guess they had a meeting. They were like, yo, we, we ignoring this
0: nigga. <laughs> we are not going to get in a back and forth with this dude. He, I, I kind of like uh, Even KRS-One said That MC Shan could have won their battle Just by not responding Yeah That's what he said Just by not responding he could have won Because KRS-One put out one song uh, Shan feels like he needs to respond And then after that KRS-One puts out the song that destroys you forever So technically Shan made that song Yep He did it to himself. You know what I mean? So the 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 lack of a response is powerful. Especially if some rapper's calling your name and talking smack about you and you don't respond to him, that's power. If he can get you off your game, off your square, have you running around like an angry animal and shit, mad trying to fight because of some words, I feel like that person won. I feel like they won. Whoever got you angry enough to get out of character wins. Unless your character is Sean Price. You know what I'm saying? Then it makes sense. Sean Price is just that's what he's like, yo. I'll i I'll, I'll beat people up and I happen to make rap songs too. You know what I mean? That's his whole that's his whole thing. So if you decide to diss Sean Price and he slaps you in the mouth, that's on brand for him.
2: Yeah, I think there's a couple artists like that. I think I think Freddie Fox and uh MOP might be on that list too.
0: Yeah especially freddie fox yeah especially but don't you Freddy. guys and just but ice, think... ice was the original freddie fox <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but don't you guys think that it's an automatic dub if somebody you know sneak disses you or whatever and then you beat them up successfully
0: why would you respond after that it's over but that's that's what I'm saying. Why would you respond at all? I feel like that response right there shows me, and like also I said, it depends on who you are and what the situation is. But if it's music, if it's rappers rapping, right? And these days the disrespect is kind of just interwoven. Like I mean, maybe back when we were young, the rappers were kind of just talking about. Who rap better? They were mad if you wasn't rapping hard enough, or they were mad if you did a song with somebody who was R and B. They're like, "Oh, you a sucker because you're doing R and B songs." So it was really about the product. Later on, when battle rap started getting bigger and all of that, then it started becoming more about personal attacks and, you know, uh, your baby mama, you know, shit like that. And like, it wasn't just about the raps no more. So I think once that stuff starts coming into play, then you kind of asking for real world consequences because you bringing in things that are outside of music you know what i'm saying but back when we were younger it was just who raps better that was really the that was really the whole thing and the only way to figure that out is to put more music out and i think there's an insecurity that comes with automatically going taking it out of the realm of what the conversation is like he said we 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 gonna have a battle to see who make the best omelet and then the other guy's like well i'll just i can just beat you up it's like I kind of, you know, what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like you who move. wouldn't watch that though? <laughs> I, I definitely would, would like like uh, Master Chef with with a fighting round in it and shit. Like if you losing, if you losing the chef competition, you just hop the counter and start beating other dude. Do you
1: imagine that? Be like, man, what you talking about, man? That soggy ass omelet supposed to be better than mine? And then yeah. the next thing you know,
0: they start scrapping. <laughs> who would not I'm three. watch I'm, that? I'm three points behind. In this competition, so the only way I can win is getting getting a seven point knockout.
1: Yeah, you 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 just you know you steal off on him and then Your now in the next round he can't even cook his dessert because you know what I'm saying, he icing his jaw and where we where gotta does Google that, end? that to
2: see if that's ever happened. Just on Shark Tank, on Top Chef, yeah, anything where there's Fire that evaluation, or the, the bachelor <laughs> just with it. There's a bunch of people being evaluated, like, oh yeah, I lost for real. Just and they just the rush the judge with violence. <laughs>
0: Yeah, flip the table, start fighting immediately And uh, then after you beat up enough people they would be like, well actually now you win the competition now. <laughs> I'd say, yo, that dude, you want it more You want it more than you do I can't you I got, can't do it I can't, You got punched uh, in the face
1: You had a, Your omelet was delicious But after you got punched in the face,
0: you quit Yeah, I can't co-sign that society where does that stop? Where does that stop? So if you walk, if you if if you're walking on the beach, you are on the boardwalk, you see you see a lady you like, you walk up to you say, "Hey, how are you? Beautiful. I want. What's your name?" Some guy can just punch you in the face, like you know what? Fuck him. I'm a better choice. You know I mean? that, it, where are we going? Where's the logical end to this? I think we as humans we need to get
1: closer to the animal kingdom. We spent so much time distancing ourselves. What do lions do if they're not a part of no pride? Male lions. They go when they find a the pride, and what do they do when they get there? They fuck shit up. Yeah, they so kill the other all the male lo- They kill all the children. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no that's exactly children. what they do. No, they it's kill true. All the it's children. true.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are that's my, what they do they don't after. Have my DNA. They don't start out like. No, that. No, that's how
1: they
0: start. That's step one. We kill all the children, then we can get the women pregnant again. That's step one.
1: They kill the dudes and they run them off. Then they kill. Then they kill the kids. So that's that. they make the women lines go And that's
0: what we need to get closer to.
1: <laughs> that's how yeah, every that's society sell, was formed.
0: Man. That's how we need to get closer what
1: society what society wasn't formed that way.
0: I well most most of them were.
1: But
2: but, but isn't simpler. that the point of like civilization is that we're progressing past I our base so. animal instincts to be but more we're, refined. Not. We we're have supposed to. to.
1: That's, that's, that's why all that's this stuff ain't.
2: is still happening. Because we're not. And I don't know, we, but I but don't you think that's because that, people are refusing to progress. Some people are reveling in the the primal part of what we are, rather than kind of pursuing the higher ideal of what we're supposed to be or what we can be. They're
1: hiding behind social norms, is what they're doing. I think so, but but I think I think that's
2: needed for some people. I don't think that's needed for all people. I think some people, even if there wasn't all this social pressure to be polite, would still be decent human beings. I there think there's certain... People, as soon as you take away the 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 bumpers and the guardrails away, yeah, there's some people that would just... There's straight savagery ensuing immediately afterwards. But I don't necessarily think that represents, you know, the majority of people. Or I'd like to think it's not the majority.
1: Well, that's why I'm saying this this way of thinking should be allowed in cer- certain, like, uh, subcultures. Like hip hop, for example, it's the perfect arena for this line of thinking. <laughs> you know, as far as like far in me the, and my in my safe space, got to be there. Yeah, I, I don't want it in my safe space. But
0: mm. when, there when, we when, go. When I and download an album, <laughs>
1: and there in life. But by part. golly, when I listen to a record, I and I, and, and there's and there's some uh, some rap beef going on. I want everything my rap beef. Some people are like, oh, I want my rap beef, but I just want it with just lyrics. Nope.
0: Mm-mm. You know what this is? I want, I want bars. This, I want this police thing reports. I... <laughs> I want robberies. You know what this is? This is the same argument for. Uh, well, actually, it's a little bit worse than the argument for Jordans. This is the exploitation of human life for a product of entertainment. That's what that is. If this, this this entertainment is not good enough for me unless I know there's suffering attached to the other end of it. right.
2: I don't want to own a, a piece of art that didn't come by way of suffering. right uh, I one, need it. One, one thing I will agree that that should be implemented or that we should see as you know the the natural course of of running with this 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 philosophy is I do want to see an episode of The Bachelor where Melinda doesn't get the rose and she just starts beating the shit out of the other girl contestants just pulling their hair, fucking them up, choking them, and then that does result in, okay, fine, Melinda, we'll give you the rose. Right. I do want to see some of those outcomes. Or, you know, uh, what was it? American Idol, somebody choked Simon, you know, Latrell spreewell Simon Cowell, and then they, they're allowed to stay in the competition Yeah, retracted. everybody's like, afraid I was going
0: to say no, but since you choked me, you're going to Hollywood. Right. <laughs> got it. You're going to the next round. Unbelievable. <laughs>
2: That Why would be undeniably more entertaining. I
0: don't that's necessarily agree behavior. with Quincy's
2: philosophy overall, but but for the sake of entertainment, injecting it into some of these shitty reality competition shows, it's undeniable. It's undeniable. Mm. What, yeah. what what made Springer and Maury Povich and all the other shows so popular in the nineties.
0: Yeah, the, there just was, the there was the promise violence. that
2: somebody's gonna get fucked up. Right. That that drove the viewership. That was so. The selling-
0: completely watch people get hurt
2: but it but it is it is admittedly it's it's a horrible indulgence you 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 are you are getting your 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 entertainment from from human suffering
0: that's horrible i couldn't i couldn't engage with it as an adult when i was young i definitely watched it i thought it was the funniest shit in the world but as an adult i could never watch no shit like that i couldn't do it i couldn't put that i couldn't put that energy in my brain Yeah, I would feel bad. (laughs) I feel like a horrible human, bro, watching that. Watching people beat each other up over who's going to marry the guy. (laughs) Fuck. It's bad enough watching people fight for no reason. Just fight for money. But let let alone just, this is how I'm going to win this competition. I'm just going to choke the other chef. Right, when that's not the competition. Or even in
2: boardrooms.
0: That's a bad world, bro.
2: Yeah, like we're 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 voting on, you know, we have an executive meeting. We're all in the boardroom and we're discussing about when we're, you know, going to implement, you know, what campaign for the fall lineup and blah blah blah. And it just comes to blows. That's yeah, how yeah. that shit gets settled. And everybody else in the boardroom was like, "Yo, um, Tom fucked up Joey really bad. Whooped and his so ass and took his briefcase." Tom. Yeah, <laughs> when he started beating him with his briefcase, that's when it was really good.
0: That's when I knew he deserved the promotion. Yeah, and then we're, we're going with whatever this guy says. And yeah, then right think... after I gave him the promotion, I brought him into my office and I had my security whip his ass so he don't think <laughs> he's gonna pull that shit on me later on. Just to establish the you know the power dynamic. Oh, and then I went home with his secretary. <laughs> they belong to me now. <laughs> the, the yeah, greatest. greatest doctor, bro.
1: The, the greatest um, way that you can express passion is physical violence. There's no greater way to express a passion for something than beating somebody over it. You can beating say what them, you want. Beating them how, though? Well, it, it that I, I can't make that call. But you cannot show me an example where somebody had a greater passion. I didn't say love. I said passion. For something, and they they're willing they, to fight you over it. You you have there there has to if if their passion e- equals violence under certain circumstances.
0: I'll say um, I I wouldn't say without violence. I would say passion might be at its highest when it's uh maybe attained through competition. Maybe to beat somebody else for something. I could see how that could be. You know, running running against a. Uh, uh, a, t- a stopwatch to beat a certain time is one thing, but running against five other people and winning that race probably feels different. Okay, but you we don't all need to it. at. But at the end of that race, you don't need to pull out a billy club and fuck those dudes up, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but if That's the other person,
1: but we've seen at the end of games or whatever, somebody says something and there's a scuffle at the end of the game at a football game or baseball oh, yeah. game or yeah. something like that. We've all been to the club before. And there was two chicks that kind of had something a little, little thick competition over some dude or whatever. And then one girl says something to the other girl in the club. And what happens? Knockdown drag out. Right. That's but passion.
0: That's no, <laughs> that's, that's it, what that's, I want that's, in my that's rap ignorant, music. Drunken that's violence is what, what
1: that. I want in my rap music. The second my rap music, I'm not talking about just like hip-hop, the second rap music as a whole loses that. We will lose a great, great engine behind the culture.
0: Uh, I think if uh, I think if, if, if this was an institution of Nazis and they <laughs> was ki- and they was killing each other over beef they had from songs, I'd be on board. If it was just What's Nazis killing each other, because the world is a better place without them, so let them exterminate each other that way we don't have to sully ourselves by killing you.
1: why, why do you think like Wu Tang? is still relevant now and like a lot of these groups are still relevant now but you have like a lot of these uh like white underground groups that are super talented from like different parts of europe that never gained attraction what is the element of those individuals that make them um unappetizing to a lot of fans it's not just talent it's not just talent it's because when people know when they listen to a, a Wu-Tang record that was made in the uh, early mid 90s, there were some robberies behind that music. There were some beatings behind that music. It made it so much more authentic. That's why people, when they want to go to an authentic Jamaican restaurant, they're going to go to an area where 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 it's just where the, that the culture is just there. You know, you might go to another spot and there there might be another kind of chef that can make the food and it might still be good, but you're not going to go there to get it. You're not getting your jerk chicken from there.
0: You're not going to do it. And I feel like that's okay as long as there's not violence involved. I feel like if you start saying, (laughs) I'm only going to go to jerk restaurants where I'm sure the chef has chopped somebody with a machete. Do you know how the first Wu-Tang record got on the radio? They probably threatened somebody. Exactly. That's exactly how it got on the radio. Right. That was a, okay. I listen. The fact that it happened is one thing, but say, I'm not going to add it to my list of requirements when it comes to Death who Road I listen to. That's not going to be my Death list of requirements. Started? I believe there was a lot of extortion.
1: Exactly. Right. So without that, you take violence away from. Our beloved hip hop.
0: Well, it's We're a p- different world. It's a different world now, bro. You don't have to threaten nobody to get your record played no more. You can play, your, put your record on YouTube, and a billion people can hear it. If it's dope, they'll share it, and it'll take care of itself. We don't live in a, we don't live in the Wild West anymore when it comes to that shit. You don't have to have a duel in the street to figure out who's who. The, all uh, all avenues are open. Options are open to everybody. Close them. Close <laughs> them. Let's go back. Let's go back to yeah. Let's get closer to the
1: barbarian shit. Close them, close every, close them all.
2: I'm just waiting for that Oxford debate when the one <laughs> of the dudes debating just, all right, that that's my side of the argument, and the dude at the other podium doesn't say shit, just proceeds to walk over to him and, and beat him viciously that? in front of the whole auditorium.
0: I guess he and, was. and he
1: may and he may or may not say anything after that. <laughs> he, just, he just goes but that, and walks acceptable. right back up to the that's podium. That's an
0: acceptable rebuttal now. <laughs> just violence is always an acceptable rebuttal.
1: Uh, I mean, I just, y'all, I know, I know, y'all seen arguments over like legitimate stuff where people literally fought oh, over yeah. an argument. Y'all been in a barbershop when somebody was arguing about something and they felt so keyword passionate about something they literally started fighting the other person. Yeah, that's
0: a, yeah. I've seen it. That's a I've, it's a flaw in judgment, one hundred percent.
1: I don't think it's a flaw.
0: Well, you also except said you don't want when my safety rules. is in danger. It, exactly. When my safety is in danger, <laughs> then it's a huge <laughs> flaw. He <laughs> <You, you laughs> said, "You know what? This this ideology in your safe space." So that you know that that cuts it yep. right there.
1: Because I'm almost forty. I feel like if you cross like the forty year plateau, if you're blessed enough to live past forty. Like there's certain things like that should shouldn't happen to you anymore. Like you already paid your dues. Like you survived uh, disease, sickness, like uh, traffic accidents. You know, unemployment. You survived. You've overcome a lot of obstacles in your life just to make it to where you're not dead at forty. So if you make it to forty, that's that's the reason why old people now can curse people out and they
0: don't get their ass beat. Sometimes
2: I don't know. There's some forty-year-old people,
0: forty-plus that are still fighting. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot at the clubs. Like we was just saying. Oh, I mean, if you're at the club and forty years old, you put yourself there.
1: The person that's beating your ass might not even realize you're forty. Yeah, why are you
0: here? Yeah,
1: you're like, you know, they may like, damn man, I beat his. Oh shit, he's forty.
0: Damn. Damn, That's a violation. (laughs) That's a
1: violation, bro. You know, it's like all the time. You know, like I might be taking my son to the park or whatever. And, you know, we might be playing basketball and then like somebody like, you know, they'll be like, oh, why don't you play me? And I'll be like, all right, let's play the five. And then like they'll start beating me and it'll feel good. And I tell them I'm almost 40, like their whole facial expression like changes because like, it's elderly abuse at that point. <laughs> you know, so, and you know, I'm, I'm enjoying this new phase in my life. I thought it was going to suck when I'm younger, but like I'm I'm glad, you know. You know, you might be at the store, and they'd be like, "Oh man, you go ahead." Like people let you in front of them. This, it's sound, great. this is
0: starting to sound more and more bitter. Now it makes the first half sound more bitter because it's like <laughs> I, I want to be safe in my existence, but I Listen, want y'all young people let to young and Why, other. since, for, since every, it... for any reason at the drop of a hat, <laughs> y'all should be fucking <laughs> for my other entertainment.
2: Up. But for this... me
0: personally, I want to live in peace, and I don't want to get. Can you let my me cut away. in line and leave me alone? I'm over forty. But yeah, I think you guys year should old, settle
2: this shit with violence,
0: though. That 38-year-old yeah. cuts in front of you in line. You need to knock Yo, him out. Fuck him up. But, but watch
2: poor- the
1: old heads. Watch the old heads. One thing this pandemic has revealed to me is how old people got to the point that they're at now. Old people got to the point that they're at now because they did that shit right. They're all about self-preservation. That's how they beat, like, they lived through all this shit. You're like, damn, how the fuck did they live through this? The cold world, cold war, and all this other stuff. <laughs> Self preservation. I saw an old dude at the grocery store. You know, when it got bad about a month, month and a half ago, when, it, when there was nothing in the grocery store, I saw this old white dude in the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? He wanted some grapes. So he's in the grape section, literally sticking this one. Everybody's germophobia is like at a peak. He's grabbing grapes, like eating them and be like, nah, this bag ain't no good. Putting it to the side, going to the next bag, eating a couple grapes. Nah, this bag ain't no good. He didn't yeah. give a fuck about where his hands had been. He didn't give a fuck about what. Pe- I mean, he wasn't wow. trying to hide that he was doing it. He just did it. And then That's you know cool. what? He got, he got the perfect bag of grapes. I watched him. <laughs> he got the perfect bag. He got exactly what the fuck he wanted. And th- those grapes with all those vitamins and shit is going to boost his life level up even higher. That's how he's going to live long. It's just like Montgomery Burns on The Simpsons. There's a reason why that character survived everything on that show and thrived through everything. Because he had every
0: disease known to man.
2: <laughs> every, everybody that old is a piece of shit. There was he's a lot old, of evil things going on. They're going to escape okay.
0: through this pandemic like it's
1: not fucking shit. Because they're all about self-preservation. They don't give a fuck about people with babies. They're buying up all the damn baby wipes. Are people, you know are
2: people in spacesuits where you're at?
1: Um, What's No, because... I, mm-hmm. Well, the, the part of the state of South Carolina, once you get, like, you know, uh, Myrtle Beach, Charleston area, um, it's about 50-50. There's a lot of black folk there. Middle of the state, Columbia, about 50-50. Once you go west of that... It starts getting really white, really conservative, really fast. So this is like, you know, Fox News, like, on in every restaurant area. Like, that that's how this part of the state is. So at first they were like, oh, it's just the flu. It's just the flu. It's just the flu. And then it got to New York. Oh, it's just the flu. It's just the flu. When they got to South Carolina, it changed. You know, um. like, oh, they're so stupid. They're buying up all the toilet paper when it, the the second the second they closed the schools and said, hey, we're closing schools for the next two weeks until we can evaluate. You couldn't buy a damn square of toilet paper anywhere in the upstate of South Carolina because it got real to them. So. Yeah,
2: I, I still don't understand the toilet paper phenomenon of why think, that's the go to
1: resource. What I've heard is the thought was because the pandemic started in China and somehow like part of the toilet paper roll is produced in China, we wouldn't get as much of it. So let's buy as much of it as we can so we don't run out. That was that was the thinking
0: behind it. I think it was just blind panic. I think it's like when uh, when you see enough people running, you start running too. I think somebody just decided to start hoarding the toilet tissue, and everybody saw them hoarding it and figured maybe this guy knows something we don't know, and then they all started grabbing it, and then eventually people was just like, right, "You better get toilet tissue." I don't think I'm sure I don't we all had any. Ball. I don't think I don't know if we, if people had any information about any of it. They just saw that that what was the lowest, so they just grabbed more of it. I bought tuna fish
2: and water, but. I'm not fighting and waiting in hours in line for fucking toilet paper. I'll wash my ass in the shower. I'm good.
1: And that's why, and when we get to the 80s, God willing, I'll still be thriving, and you may not be. You'll probably have (laughs) way more money than me, but I'll still be thriving because I will have the materials needed. Because the minute they started hoarding, I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm hoarding too. And I knew I shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) <laughs> and I did it anyway. I did it anyway. I'm like, if these motherfuckers think I'm going to run out of chicken wings, fuck that. I could just buy two packs or I could just buy this whole area. So I bought the whole area. I did it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't My do freezer it. was fucking full. I didn't do it It stayed of that. full throughout the pandemic because... I actually drove I'm like, oh man, this store is out of meat. I just would drive around till I found a store that wasn't out of meat and I just buy it. Turkey, like turkey meat. I don't even eat that much turkey meat. <laughs> but I fucking bought it. You're wow. a piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it ended up backfiring uh... because, you know, now, you know what I'm saying, like like I said, you know, shit got real for me when I went to go buy my baby some baby wipes and all that shit was gone. Uh, I'm like,
0: fucking karma. As somebody who don't even use baby wipes. They right. yeah, they don't, court, even, they, baby. they don't even they have no a baby. don't even have no damn babies. <laughs> yeah, just like the turkey. <laughs> you wanna you, 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 and you wanna know why? This. <laughs> you you
1: wanna like, know yeah. why? Cause there was still plenty of diapers. I'm like, something ain't right. Yeah, see. If they were all gone, I'd be like, damn, just a bunch of people had babies. I mean, any size diaper you wanted, any style diaper you wanted, you could get it. Baby wipes all gone. Like, all going. Whole sections fucking empty.
0: That's amazing, man. That's absolutely amazing. And that right people, after that, they know I they shouldn't away. be, they know they don't have to do it. And they do it anyway, just because the fear sets in or they just say, fuck it, just in case. But I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I think I'll know. I figured that I'll know when I need to take serious precautions and I just never, I haven't felt that, you know, I, it just never set in on me like that. Maybe cause I don't watch the news but it just the fear that whole anxiety never really hit me. So I was like, I'm not going to do nothing different. I'm not freaking out. I'm not, when it's time to freak out, I'm sure we all know that it's definitely time to freak out. You know, it's crazy. You don't even
1: see like coronavirus numbers anymore on TV. Yeah. Yeah. That went away because the bad. panic went away. People yeah. are still fucking dying. They're just like, ah, it's not a story anymore. Right.
0: And, and, and that, to me, ways. is a crazy part. It goes both ways, though, because it's uh, you got a whole bunch of people saying it was all fluffed up and exaggerated, and you got a whole bunch of seeing people saying that they were lying and they didn't, they didn't tell us how serious it was. So it's like, it just depends on what you already are leaning towards believing, and that's what you'll pick up on.
2: Well, there's two things. One... They, there was definitely some reports of the numbers being fluffed, and there was ER doctors that had came out, and a lot of that shit got censored or lost in the Google, you know, YouTube algorithm, where they were like, yeah, they're pushing us to code it as a death from COVID-19, but they had other conditions, and they died with COVID, but they didn't die from COVID, right. but they're still documenting it, and supposedly, if they they get intubated, it's like three times the amount of money for the hospital, Um, There's grant money or like uh, aid money that's available. And so the more that you can show that you're dealing with the crisis, the more funding is going to go to the hospital. So there's that incentive there. And then the other thing, which was really like, my God, I couldn't, you know, I I mean, maybe the news was always this bad. And it's just because back in the day, like you could you could go to another news agency and say, hey, um, that report. Yeah, that's total bullshit. I was there and that's not how it happened. But no one else is going to let you on TV. Right. But now, because anybody can get on the Internet or anybody can post a YouTube video, a lot of that shit gets called out. And, you know, there's a platform for a dissenting voice. But they pulled that uh, CBS, um, that CBS story when they've caught the people that worked for the hospital being paid to go and stand in the line for testing. Like there was like two or three legitimate people that were supposed to be there. And the rest for the news report were all hospital employees being paid to go make it look worse than it really was wow
1: well i know (laughs) i've had some family members that died from it but like this it's weird they don't they didn't really die from it per se like i had one that was uh he was in his uh he was younger than i was and um he caught it but he was he was a diabetic and what it did Mm. was it made his blood sugar Go up, and down. It made it go crazy, and um, that's what ended up killing him. But on the death certificate, it's going to say COVID nineteen because he had right. it in his system. So they're gonna they're gonna count that as a COVID nineteen death, although technically it wasn't the COVID nineteen that killed him. And 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 what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of people that were old and elderly that already had like even more issues than what my cousin had. That were probably going to die of something anyway. But because they had that in, so they're just calling it a COVID 19 death, which is poofing the numbers up. And then you have China who orders like 100,000 body bags and then, yeah, man, only 3,000. Nobody died, yeah. Like what? No, we was just stocking up on some body bags just
2: in case. Ordered like 250,000 urns. Found a good deal.
0: Yeah, we just like pottery. Let's just figure, you know, might as well stock up.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, they're totally lying about their numbers, but it is it is scary that, you know, people in their 20s and 30s, you know, were dying from it, because that's just, that's just crazy if it's something like the flu. Typically, I mean, I don't know. And again, maybe it's just the lack of knowledge. Maybe people do, healthy people do occasionally die from the flu in their 20s and 30s, but... It's not something we ever really talk about or that it's on the news, but it's definitely a testament to the power of the media. If it's on the news, you know, it, whether in the grand scheme of things it's minute, if it's parroted and blasted out through that, you know, everybody's on it. Everybody's mind changes. But yeah, people it people people react in panic based on how the news reported it. So whether it was legit, legit or not, I don't know if we'll ever really know.
0: I have no idea because no, I don't think it's even knowable with the way well, information is put out and the way everything, whatever looks legit today could be, quote unquote, debunked tomorrow. Nobody's ever going to know. Even the people who are kind of deeply involved in it, nobody, they only know what they're experiencing. But people on the outside who's just seeing all of this stuff on the news and blah, blah, blah. I don't think anybody ever is really going to know what, what what was going on. Period. It's just too much distortion. It's too much. I don't understand how you could choose. So I, I only watch CNN or I don't watch Fox. So it's like anybody can flip anything to make it look any kind of way. You can always find people that say, "Well, CNN did this wrong and Fox did that wrong." It's, it's none of them are clean.
2: Yeah, none yeah, of but them are
0: unbiased. I don't even think yeah. it's uh, realistic to expect them to be unbiased because they have the the people who own. The companies have their own situations and shit going on. Who, who's making this money? Who are they contributing to? And so everything is skewed one way or the other. There's no way to really know what's going on.
2: But, but if your job is to inform people, right? Like that's on paper what the capacity in which you operate. That's what you're supposed to do. What value is there in inflating the numbers or inflating the number of people standing in line if not to create more panic? Like and just,
1: compliance, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: because yeah. let, so, let's just be real. So, none of us would have stayed inside, for, yeah,
1: yeah. Nobody was staying inside for two months if they didn't show like hundreds of body bags in like a New York City hospital, you know. That shit scared me. Y'all can try to act like y'all wasn't scared if you want to. When I saw that shit in New York City, I was like, I'm staying
0: my ass in the motherfucking house. This is it. Yeah, I just never, I don't, I don't, like I said, I, I go for it's not just what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing on news, internet, whatever. It's I just go by what my real gut feeling about it is. And when I was reading this, it's not like I was, I think it's a hoax or whatever, but when I was seeing what I was seeing versus what I was seeing when I was out in the world, I was just like this, uh, This don't look like the time to freak out to me. I got to wait for more information. I got to see what's going on. And it wasn't. It just wasn't. Even though people, you know, did what they did, it wasn't the time to be acting like people were acting. Clearly. Not here. Whatever was going on in other places, I'm not sure about, but people just freaked out for a few months. And now, even on the tail end of it, they still exhibiting some freaking terrible behaviors. People are fighting in grocery stores because somebody's standing too close to them. And it's like, don't that defeat the whole purpose of wanting somebody to stand far away from you is to start a fight. Yeah, How does that make went, any sense?
2: Um, Felipe went to the uh, the store like a couple weeks into this. So this is maybe like late February, early March. And like he's uh, he's he's like in the Wawa to get a beer or something. And the dude, he's standing behind the dude. Dude don't got no mask on. He just turns around. He's like, motherfucker, back up. Back up from me. I got right. cancer. Back the fuck up from me. He's like, okay, so you got cancer and no mask and you coming out for beer? Right,
0: right. What the fuck is going Right, on? right. How scared are you, really? Just get in the box, bro.
2: Yeah. What are you, but, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> it's crazy. That's unbelievable. Yeah,
2: people were really, but people, yeah, they were on edge, man. They, they still there, You could feel
0: it. I think they just want to be, man. This is a part of people who who like that anxiety. It's like people living vicariously through shit. They see it on TV, and it's the same energy that feeds why people in suburban cul de sacs listen to Fifty Cent. Yeah. It's the same energy because they can listen to these songs. They feel like they're getting shot at. They feel like they were in a drive-by when the when the when the music goes off. The adrenaline is up and they're sweating and shit. It's like wow, violence is awesome. Like I don't <laughs> think you understand what's happening here, but that's what it is. It's just that the fact that you can be removed from it, but still get all of the the emotional and the hormonal payoff of being in a near-death experience. Yeah, that's I think that's what people are looking for. They love it. That's why. That's why they ride roller coasters. Same shit. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about your uh, your cousin Quincy, man. That that uh, sucks,
2: dude. I don't even think I would think South Carolina wouldn't even be a place where it would be that bad or that widespread.
1: Well, he he uh, actually lives in Queens. and Queens, as y- y'all know. Oh like, yeah, New York's yeah crazy. Yeah yeah yeah. But uh, the issue was like in March there was a funeral down here. And a bunch of people from New York came down to the funeral and then that's where like got spread all around there. And then someone went back to New York and then spread it up there unknowingly. And um, same thing with the people that that lived here. So it was kind of those things where like it wasn't like in March, you know, as far as like the U.S., like in the beginning of March, like, you know, COVID-19 really wasn't that much of an issue at that point, you know, Um So it was like kind of early on in the game. Whereas, you know, had that funeral been in April, you know, all the social distancing stuff would have been in place. Mm -hmm. And um, most of those people probably wouldn't even have went to that funeral. Right. So Mm -hmm. it was just one of those things that's crazy. So, um, I mean, you coughed the wrong way around me. You know what I'm saying? I might hit you.
0: <laughs> and then and then while we're tussling on the ground, you get coughed on more. Probably. And you it might it might it might lead to my demise. It definitely <laughs> probably will. That's one of those things that doesn't make any sense. If you want the guy to stay away from you, you gotta move further away, not close the gap.
1: I'm like the next time you cough,
0: <laughs> you will I'm gonna jump on you and, yeah. and stop social distancing just so I can prove a point.
1: I mean, yeah, a month ago, I was in Walmart and and somebody coughed like really loud, like I saw people ducking like it was a gunshot. It was crazy, <laughs> and then that's that was the first time I was like, "All right, all right, you 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 tripping, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's when it hit me. Like, yo, I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a whole lot right now. That's crazy. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I can't say that everybody's tripping and I'm not. Tri- I'm tripping too, because I flinch too.
0: It's amazing how fast you can change the consciousness of people in social situations. You know what I mean? Just by what the news is saying, what's on the internet, and you can really just change everything. People have been walking around with the same with flus and all kind of the existence of all types of diseases and bacterias, and people have been not washing their hands. They touch every fucking thing they see, right. like, and then all of a sudden, people it becomes like people start looking at you weird because you're not wearing a face mask. It's like, do you know what this world has been for the last 50 years? Nobody, what are you doing, yo? Now, all of a sudden, it's changed that fast to where you get to look at me weird because I don't have a face mask on. I
2: think it's just a matter of of expressing concern for everybody else around you. Because the mask, to my understanding, unless you got a N95, it's not really protecting you. No, it's mental. That, no, it's not. Much. Um, but it's really preventing you, if you have it,
0: from shooting it, it to out people. to other
2: people. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as like the coughing in stores, yeah, man, that shit is is mind boggling. Like I understand, you know, uh we all gotta come out here and shop and you don't want to wear a mask. I get it. You know, you're you're not gonna be as much as a as a panic as everybody else. But to not at least have that basic understanding, like, yeah, it is it is a gunshot. Like you're terrifying the people around you, you know, or it's just it's just a bad look. If nothing else, like there's definitely gonna be that social pressure to be yo, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like what are you doing coming in here coughing? I can't stand when you go when you go out and there's people like just running through the grocery store on their cell phone just talking and like having Spittle fly out all <laughs> through the aisles as they're talking. <laughs> it's like shut the wait till you get in the car. Like shut the fuck up. Like we're in an enclosed area. If you got it, you are gonna be spreading it through your spit. Like, this conversation ain't to just get the fuck what you need, put it in the bag, and get out.
0: There's so many variables, though. There's so many. Like, we're dealing with so much stuff. The people behind the scenes who are packing boxes and touching shit, and, like, we we just never know. You never know. So that's why I'm not, like, I I just don't want to. I'd rather continue to move My life with as little stress as possible by not accepting all of this extra. Some, you know, maybe, maybe you can make some adjustments and shit like that. But I'm not trying to accept the totality of fucking psychosis into my life and starting this whole new existence of being fearful about germs and shit. I'm not doing. I haven't seen enough evidence to do it. I haven't. You know, there's people who are just. You know, it's just. It all seems kind of manipulated, but it could be in either direction. Like, it's, okay, so the people who think this is being used for some new world order shit to establish control and mind control and put chips in people, they all think that the government is lying about how many people died because they think the government is telling you more people died and it's more serious than it actually is just so they can enforce this new social control. The other people think, the government's lying and telling you that less people die because it's actually millions and millions more and there's a global pandemic that could kill us all, but the government wants population control, so they're just going to let us die. Both of those people are independently researching their own points and it's reinforcing their conclusions. They're not proving each other wrong. They're just proving themselves more right. So if there's evidence out there enough to convince people of both sides of the argument, what's the point of even picking sides? Yeah. yeah. What can you really know? Is this shit's un- it's, it's so well, distorted?
2: That's true, but there's, there's no harm. I mean, I, I definitely the accepting the psychosis and just descending into mental illness. Yeah, obviously not a good thing, um, but taking some precautions that aren't totally, you know, invasive and, and right. Um, you know, life changing. I mean, shit, I started taking vitamins and drinking more water you know, uh, so I got zinc, I got, you know, going out in the sun more, getting vitamin D, just certain things where, you know, like, this is good for your health in general, this does help kind of, um, if not inoculate you completely, but it does help your defenses, so you're less likely to get sick, and if you do get sick, your immune system's gonna be more likely able to fight it, yeah, you know, don't drink, don't smoke, take your vitamins, you you know, those are just good lifestyle choices anyway, but, you know, in light of what's going on now, like, eh, it's probably more of a good idea. But as far as rocking that Zephyr Hills, you know, spaceman helmet, I'm, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not, not at yet. that level of I'm fear. Not doing you it. Know,
0: I'm going to take I'll, more mushrooms. I'm going to trip more yeah. <laughs> during this whole thing. That's about, that's about all. Those are the adjustments I'm making. I committed to more psychedelic experiments. <laughs> that's where I'm going. I'm going the opposite direction.
2: Yeah, there's, I don't think there's a lot of value in in embracing fear, and it's and it's that definitely when you do watch the news, like that's I mean, I mean they were always on that you know flexing the fear muscle, you know, pu- you know working that nerve, but it's yeah. an it's an overdrive right now.
0: It keeps people locked in. It keeps them locked in. They love it though. If if you tell too many stories about somebody finding. A lost engagement ring and returning it to the bride and a soldier surprising his kid coming home from war. Like you tell too yeah. many of them stories, people gonna tune out. Right. That like, was cute but I don't give a shit. Right. None if of you these talk about a fucking me. mass shooting or some shit like that, you'll get thousands and thousands of more viewers because people just, <laughs> they just lock right into it. They love it. Because it gets their heart rate up and shit. And they f- by the end of that broadcast you feel like you were at the location of the mass shooting and you made it home safe. And we've literally been told nothing of value, nothing
2: like nothing. And the information has changed from week to week. You know, you shouldn't be wearing masks. Everybody should be wearing masks. You know, it, it survives for weeks on surfaces, uh, well, it's not going to be on surfaces very long. If you smoke, you're at higher risk. Uh, There was less fatalities in smokers than non-smokers. So, I mean, there's been no consistency at all. So you turn on the news, it's like, okay. Well, I'm doing this to be a responsible citizen and you know be informed, and there's literally nothing they can tell you of value. The only thing they can tell you at this point is you should be afraid. There's a reason to be afraid.
0: Right. And you choose which side of that you land on. Right. And how you much know, value is that really giving you? None. It's actually removing value from your life. Yeah. It's actually leaving you in a deficit. You're worse off than you were before you watched that broadcast. Guaranteed. Guaranteed no matter unless they tell you That uh, Russia just dropped the bomb and you Can make it to your bunker in time Other than that they're not giving you any Value They're just making you afraid with nothing to Really be afraid of no real evidence on why you should be afraid, but you do have uh, some anxiety now. You got some extra stress. Now you can argue with people on social media. You can call them sheep if, they don't, if they're not as scared as you are. <laughs> and It just creates all of these little subdivided arguments. And th- these guys are stupid because they don't think there's, the government wants to kill them. And you're stupid because you do think the government wants to kill you. And just, it just it don't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all from the outside looking in neither one of those groups of people have enough concrete evidence to prove their points. So they just threaten each other with violence. That's it.
2: Bill Gates did get a patent. It was like 060606. (laughs) And then the the House bill was H.R. 6666. That was addressing the uh, social distancing. And so. They do want to do contact tracing with um chips. Like that shit is real, but whether they get they implement it, you know, it's it's not it's not finalized yet. But I mean, who I just who's the PR person? Like, if you don't think like there's already people going online like this is this is ultimately, you know, the mark of the beast, how is getting implemented. If you know that, that that kind of paranoia is already out there or that that perspective is circulating. Why would you name, you know, you couldn't get a different patent number. You couldn't let the house pass one more bill <laughs> before you brought yours up. Now, this you know, was going
0: to look kind of bad. We should wait. Yeah. yeah. Let, they didn't think of that.
2: Yeah. Let's, Not, let's do 6680. Let's let right. 14 more of these pass or get proposed and then we'll write ours. So we'll just write 6680 ahead of time, you know, and let the other house bills subsequently, you know, See, catch even, up.
0: That, see, I don't that even doesn't that doesn't strike me as something to be worried about just because of the fact that like this already exists in the consciousness of the people. Right. So was that just the random did they choose that number? Was that the way it came up just because of, of the number of bills I feel like it's highly unlikely that that just happened to fall that way. It seems like somebody could have screwed around with that. and was like, yeah, this will be hilarious. Oh, for sure. The fear doesn't come in because I don't really I I don't pay into the idea that this means, you know, Satan market. Like I know because we know the numbers already. So if somebody knows the consciousness of those numbers and they decide to make that the number of this thing, that doesn't mean the thing is evil. That doesn't mean 666 has inherent value to mean danger or, or evil or Satan or any. That's just what we've given to it. And people know that. They know that. So they can work to make it happen in places. That's like going to get a vanity license plate that says 666.
2: Right. I just think there's a huge swath of people that are already on the lookout for that kind of thing. And you've, you've already set them into panic mode or already made them apprehensive about any solution you would propose. That would be derived from that patent or that legislation just on the strength of is going to have, you know, the capability to do more in-depth tracking. And, you know, why did you, you know, craft it under that bill or that patent number? You know, there's people that are going to be resistant to it. Like it almost seems provocative.
0: It is definitely for sure, because that feeds the entire big machine. The whole fear machine, it works on it. So the more people you can get whipped up into a frenzy, no matter how you get them there, it doesn't matter what the information is or what the whatever is, no matter how you get them to that final destination of being afraid and, and not knowing the less they know, the better. Actually, if you got them afraid of one specific thing, and then if that one specific thing gets disproven or slid to the side, then you also lose the fear. When you have them afraid of some vague possibilities, a lot of shit can fall under that. So they'll they'll be scared for a long time about a whole bunch of shit that they can't explain. I see I it all know. the time. I see it every day. I see it, it just I, I try to avoid it as much as possible because I really, really don't give a shit to talk to people about this shit because yeah, like I said, I, I don't feel like there's a real um I don't feel like there's a real, there's real groundwork for us to have a serious conversation about it, especially when it comes to the conspiracy thing, because it immediately goes to conspiracy.
2: And it's all speculation.
0: Yeah. 100%. So that's, that's a boring conversation to me because I'm not riled up about it. Like a lot of people are. So I can't really, I can't tangle with them the way that they need to be tangled with. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah.
2: People are, are riled up about it. Alex, this is... I, I've never watched so much so much Alex Jones in in, in my life. Oh. Every, every episode right now is golden. It's, I it, It's the New World Order. It's the major move. Bill Gates is practicing eugenics. And this is all about getting everybody chipped up. But then, you know, he's right about Epstein. I don't know if he's right about this. <laughs> but it, it just does seem... It just does seem weird that 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 would be the solution. You know, OK, we're dealing with this pandemic. Uh, OK, well, you know, we've had diseases before because I remember I worked at the hospital when H1N1 came out and they would not let me come to work until I got the vaccine. And I didn't really fuck with it. I didn't want to, but I wasn't going to have a job if I didn't. So I just got it. You know, I was laid out for two weeks for two weeks. I couldn't work at all and I didn't have any paid days or anything. So I just lost that two weeks worth of pay, you know, and I'm like, I probably would, would have been exposed to it and been all right, you know, but getting the the vaccine made it show sure that I was like, definitely. So attaching it to like people's livelihood, there being so much money involved, you know, in um, crafting a cure, like there's a whole bunch of biotech companies that are chasing this thing down, either to come up with a vaccine or reliable testing. So there's a lot of financial incentives that are a part of it as well. So, I don't know. It's it's just a little odd to me that there would be a mandatory vaccine like Alan Dershowitz gave an interview where he was like, yeah, you don't have any constitutional right to resist getting vaccinated. The government can force you to get vaccinated because you're endangering other people. And I'm like, "Oof, OK, like I understand telling you, you know, you can't send your kids to public school if you don't vaccinate them. OK, I understand that. But to be like, well, whether you're coming or showing up or not, everybody's going to be forced to be vaccinated, and everybody's going to have to have some kind of tattoo or chip so we can know who got it or who don't ha- doesn't have it that that seems like like that seems that seems like a, a quincy violence response, you know, like excessive force <laughs> response. <laughs> it's, it's like, when you punch me, I'm showing up with 500 people. Like it just seems really over the top to address it. And they're eager to do it, which, again, it's all speculation. Nobody knows anything. But it just, it looks,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. It has an air of darkness about it because we know it's a slippery fucking slope. We know once shit like that is introduced because humans are humans and shit is going to go bad. Shit is going to go bad. That's what almost every invention or forward technology that we come up with. Somebody's immediately going to figure out a way to use that shit for the worst possible uh the worst possible outcome that they can figure out no matter what it is. And like we got to figure out how to weaponize this shit and fuck some people up with it.
1: Well, can we all take a moment and um just be uh in awe of what the NYPD is doing as far as enforcing their mass laws by beating citizens into compliance? and uh not putting their mask on <laughs> after they beat them <laughs> they be, they they arrest them for not wearing a mask and then they beat them and then they take them off maskless to jail right and one they have field. continued to to beat people and uh that's what they do. This has it, 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 you know. It see. Here's the thing. The NYPD they're going back to the old days. <laughs> they have a you reason know, to now. They
0: got a pass.
1: So, yeah. New York rap music is really about to take off now <laughs> because these beatings are going to inspire. A whole new generation,
2: generation lyricists.
1: <laughs> of 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 the lyrics that we grew up on, and 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 derived energy from and admired, and I'm just so happy that this is happening because we're going to get a new Wu Tang, we're gonna we're going to get a new tribe if this continues, we're going to get a new quality. I mean, this is this is exactly what we needed. Silver lining. Wow. So you guys like you, you're you shying away from what just think about how boring black people would be if we just like would have willingly came over here. Like we would have we would have been so
0: dry as a people. I don't know, oh. man. I don't know if I could <laughs> sign that one because I'm going to have to say that there was some uh, there was definitely some flair in African existence a long time before slavery started there was yes. definitely some there yes. was some dancing, but, there was some storytelling Yeah, there was some
1: have you some, met second or third generation African people after they come over here I'm sure they change a lot they do, they're boring Okay, <laughs> their grandparents or their parents that came over here, they're cool they got all that culture and all that other stuff but the ones that just kind of come over here and they just kind of just get blah. You know? Wow. Unless they get sucked into like some gang or something that just turns them into something else, they're boring. But getting eaten by sharks and uh coming over and getting beaten into submission and walking around with chains and stuff, it that's what created Wu-Tang. So these <laughs> these beatings now Slavery crazy. is something responsible is for Wu Tang.
0: <laughs> Slavery it's
1: created create Wu Tang. Something wonderful, and you guys are, are trying to stop it from happening, and I can't understand why. Uh, because, I, feel, uh, okay. I feel so
2: terrible, but he's kind of he's got a point. When you look at how the world emulates black culture, it's specifically American black culture. Yeah. Like dudes in Japan and dudes in fucking Denmark, like when they're doing their best, I'm black impression. It's it's American black. It's not it's not Cape Town. It's not Nigeria. It's not Ghana. It's it's America. So there is kind of a unique cultural swag that I mean, I'm not going to go as far as to say slavery made Wu-Tang, but I kind (laughs) of get your point in the crucible of American history. You you may you may produce a a different something wholly unique than what you find anywhere else on the planet.
0: Well two things, one, I feel like we've gotten a whole lot of uh generational trauma and a whole bunch of other shit for us to have gotten hip hop out of it, so I don't know if I don't know if we're in the in the red or the black as far as the trade offs go two you gotta think about what we could possibly be giving up because we you know when people are not trying to evolve in a specific direction. Like, yeah, we can look at this and be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Look how cool this is because of these circumstances. But if things were in a different configuration, what could we possibly be giving ourselves access to by trying to evolve differently? I think we probably would replace hip hop with something that was a lot better for humanity, possibly. That's very possible, but
1: it's also very unlikely. Let's stick to a formula that has been proven to work. Right.
0: <laughs> Let people so, suffer and then consume the they create.
2: <laughs> suffer dope shit.
0: Yeah. Right. There we yeah, go. I mean, that and that's and that's kinda the um that's what's going on with the world. People are like, yo, this shit's fine. Don't worry about it. Because you know, we've been dealing with it for so long. Look look how we came out okay. So the next generation will be fine too. When well when we when gotta we ask continue our- the patterns of suffering, that proves that we didn't come out okay. So if you're going
1: to stop all this from happening, you can't complain about the next Fetty wop that comes out. You can't because you suppress the whole photosynthesis of how all of this happened, the whole process of
0: absorption of suffering. I don't know if I want to call that photosynthesis though. I'm not <laughs> I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that. Your photosynthesis is is a completely natural relationship between the sun and plants. I'm not going to equate that with inflicting suffering on people so they can transmute that suffering into art that we consume. That that is an unnatural relationship.
2: Catch some suffering.
0: Yeah, that that's an unnatural relationship 100%. The sun shining and the plants learning how to take it and, and create nutrients from that is not the same as putting people in slavery for a few hundred <laughs> years so they can make dope music.
1: Well, I mean, this ain't that <laughs> bad. I mean, not the same. I mean, the, same. the beatings, <laughs> the beatings weren't that bad.
0: <laughs> just the position Listen. of the two things. <laughs> yeah. It's just. They're equally They're natural. natural, the yeah, beating. No, like, I nah, mean, nah. come nah. on
1: now, show that beating to your grandparents. People like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, he got his ass beat for not putting that mask on, but it wasn't like turn your head bad,
0: you yeah, know what I'm saying? I like, that's, that's that's subjective, I think. It depends on what type of uh, how much violence you consume and, and how well, desensitized you are to it,
1: you know. Like, you know, Rodney King, that was like, damn, like, is he even still alive? Like, we didn't get anywhere close to that. It was just kind of like a bink, 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 and then they look to see if somebody's filming, and then a couple more, bink, 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 and then they arrest them.
0: Bro, did you know that Rodney King died on the anniversary of his father dying? His father was found in a bathtub, and Rodney King drowned in a swimming pool on the same day. Years apart, but on the same day. Both with water.
1: I didn't know that, but I do know he took some of that money. He started a record label with it. Well, you gotta start a record label. Um I mean you kinda have to. That's when I knew I was like, he gets it.
0: <laughs> he didn't <laughs> you know he started a record label. If anybody's gonna start a record label, it's gotta be well he just been, oh, wait, wait a minute, hold on. With the rules that you're trying to uh lay down in for hip hop here should Rodney King be able to start the record label or should the police who beat him be able to start the record label?
1: <laughs>
0: well. Because <laughs> you can't be soft. We've already established that. Uh, and he took a, a hell good question. An and he didn't beat up none of them cops. He, did, he didn't shoot none of them later. So I'm just saying, as far as hip-hop goes, we would technically have to embrace the cops, not Rodney. Well, see, here's the thing. Hip-hop is all about (laughs) who capitalizes
1: on it first. You got to capitalize on it first. So if you
0: capitalize on the ass whooping first, well, okay, so they beat you up. You go to court and you get some money. So does that negate the ass whooping? Yeah, money negates everything. Okay. Okay. I
1: mean, look, look at 50 Cent. He got shot a whole lot of times and he capitalized on it. And it made him a mega star. He was the biggest thing in hip-hop. He had his own video game. He was making movies. Uh, he had everybody wearing multi-tone do-rags. I mean... <laughs> he became... Well, I think he capitalized... He, he just on became...
0: The concept of being a survivor and overcoming these odds. I don't think it was ever... Glor- I don't think it was glorified. Getting shot was glorified. <laughs> I think getting shot a lot and surviving and coming back better for it was the entirety of the narrative. I don't think just the getting shot part is what did it. And the funniest thing about his video game is that you literally almost could not die from bullets in that game. You 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 could run into a mission and there'll be 10 guys in suits with AK-47s and you could just stand in the middle of the room and let them shoot you for like 45 seconds and you won't die. The game is not made for you to lose at all. No matter what you do, you're going to beat this game. I
2: don't think I don't think I ever I, uh, beat that
0: one. I played it. I definitely played it. It's it's hilarious, yo.
1: And if he wouldn't have gotten shot that video game would have never come out and That's you true. you we wouldn't be saying that now. He completely capitalized on getting shot. In fact, he mentions it on every song on his first Uh, well, not his first album, but his first album post getting shot a whole bunch of times. I mean, it was love songs, and he was still like, Yeah, I got
0: took nine. But But on the other side of that, what I'm saying is, on the other side, okay, so 50 lives in a life that leads him to getting shot nine times. So we get all his songs, and we get a video game And, and the movies, we get power, we get all that shit. On the other side of that, you know in, in in a you know spiritually evolved utopian world, fifty cent could have been a spiritual guru, he could have been a person who brought a bunch of people to enlightenment, he could have saved the world or put us on a higher path to consciousness or some shit. He could have done something beautiful. So what I'm saying is on a di- in a different set of rules, we could have got something that I deem more valuable than all his music and his video games, and nobody has to get shot nine times. That's my wow. point. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's a possibility, at least. We shouldn't just be blindly investing in suffering equals cool media. And That's a dangerous the, place, man. The, I don't.
1: I'm just saying this. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're entertained by um, him getting shot and coming back the way he did. And uh Suburban America just embracing the whole G unit movement. Uh I mean that 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 was something that uh that was special. Cause I didn't think I'm like people can make money off of anything, but I've never seen that before. Yeah, that was some that was some brand new shit. You know, and, and look and look what we got now. We got Takashi who is celebrating, snitching in federal court and ruining
0: several lives he's doing the lord's work <laughs> by the way
1: <laughs>
0: by the way he's doing the lord's work and and every
1: everybody to is be like fair he was
2: being extorted yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think it's traditional snitching I don't no, even well, if it like, was
0: yeah. even if it was I'm happy about it we need more snitches well, we need more snitches in hip-hop
1: The thing to me was that he admitted to doing it. A lot of people, you know, would snitch and then, you know, get on their album. I never snitch. Yeah.
0: But he's like, yeah,
1: I snitch. But guess what? I put out this new song and I
0: got 18 million views in like an hour. I'm not. I ain't mad at him one bit. I ain't mad at him one bit because all that criminal shit. You get what you get, bro. You get what you get. There's benefits to being a square. You know what I'm saying? And when you're in that world, we, we how can we recognize that there's no honor among thieves and in the same breath expect them not to tell on each other? Shit don't make no sense. I would no like sense.
2: his new album to be free and snitching if he just totally embraced it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad, bro. I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he ain't send no innocent people to jail. He didn't pick some guy off the street who's a working man with a, with a wife and kids and say, yeah, he did it. He didn't send that guy to jail. He sent criminals to jail. Fuck him. I don't give a shit about none of them dudes, Joe, <laughs> Not in their current state of being. You know what I'm saying? Maybe jail is what's gonna lead them to their fucking new life or something. I don't give a shit. Lock them nah, up. Fuck them.
1: They got a lot of time and it's federal time and they gotta yo, do every second up. of that. Every
0: em up. Second. You don't get out of federal jail early. them up. What did we lose as a society? Technically. Yeah. six. Technically, Takashi 6'9 cleaned up. He he drained the swamp. Sakashi <laughs> drained the swamp. I ain't mad at him. Why would I be mad at him that he took criminals off the street?
1: I'm not mad at him at all either. But I'm just saying, every time
0: someone thinks, "Oh, you can't do this in hip hop," yeah. somebody comes along and they it's do that. Like that's a it's a good progress because we had for a long time. I've heard so many people say, "Oh, we rapped about selling drugs, not using them." Yeah, you were selling drugs to the parents of the children yeah, who now amazing, use the drugs. Yeah. You idiot. There like, was some of course. using
2: involved. They didn't, yeah. they didn't buy them and put them on the shelf as ornaments.
0: They created this whole situation with that whole... And when, you embrace, uh, when you embrace criminality for generations like that, you got kids being raised on ideas that we're supposed to be beating motherfuckers up and shooting them for whatever reason and selling drugs is cool and not just like oh, I had to do what I had to do to feed my kids. It's like, no you a sucker because you haven't flipped 50 birds this summer. You know, that's a different rap song. You know I'm saying? That I had to do this to feed my children or to get out of the hood. That's one song. To say that I'm the Don Kingpin and I'll shoot you if you try to come to my territory. That's a different set of, you know what I mean? Ideologies. That's different energy. So once you get to that place, it's all bets are off. So technically, th- this is forward progress. We went from people... Uh, Glorifying criminality Now you have a situation where this guy Totally flips his shit Sends all the criminals to jail So now that's going to make criminals nervous It should make them nervous about rapping and telling And recording all of themselves Breaking laws and being idiots and shit like that I think they should do it as much as possible Tell on yourself as much as possible Talk about your murders and your songs Let the judge lock your ass up for life Make the world a better place we need more snitches cuz they are cleaning up the system from the inside out
2: <laughs> well there's the, there's no there's not really a place in the current framework to just to really just be an artist and move through those circles like that whole checking in shit is like yeah if you want to come to this place and and make money and feel safe here like yeah we got to we got to wet our beak you got to give up a little something so, I mean, I, I could see why you would be like, man, fuck everybody. And the people that you're running with are, you know, robbing you blind. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have a conscience about about snitching on them. Fuck them.
0: Yeah. And, like and hopefully, and it, it's not, it needs to evolve. People just need to change. The culture needs to change what it glorifies and what it deifies, who they deify. Because, I mean, to be honest, we should have never known about none of that shit. No way. We, if it, it was,
2: re- yeah. If it was going on in an intelligent right. way,
0: yeah, we should have never known about none of that. Not that there's an intelligent way to sell drugs and gangbang. Let's get that straight. The shit's stupid. Period. But the
2: activity itself. But if you right. were gonna do it and not get caught and not blow everything up, we
0: should know about none yeah. of it. Yeah, there's no reason in the world. That a, a fan of a rapper's music should know the name of his connect or his shooter. And yo, my man Shotty, he wanted to do the murders. And what the fuck are y'all doing over there, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And after a while, it's not even going to be... I'm not going to celebrate that. I'm going to be like, yo, I hope the cops are listening to this. Because <laughs> if it's fake, that's the thing about hip-hop, right? This is where we fucked ourselves. We collectively told these rappers and all these people that you got to you got to keep it real you got to be real but we also celebrate criminality in the music so what they're saying is you can't be soft well you got to be real like all that that's not what they're saying because if you really a nerd and you read books and comics and you rap about dungeons and dragons they still gonna ostracize you so it's not about being real you could be honest about your character, but they'll still ostracize you. But if you a person that says I kidnap kids, my homeboy kidnap kids and rape them and throw them over the side of the bridge, they feel like as long as if you telling the truth, I'm with you. There's no morality in it. Like at least he's keeping it real. Yeah, he's a drug dealer, and yeah, he, he 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 puts shit in women's drinks at the club and then has sex with them and they don't even remember it. Yeah, but at least he's keeping it real
2: well equating authenticity and criminality like making those words interchangeable that, right. that's that's the problem
0: that's horrible that's horrible that's a dead end you you know you pulling a you pulling a drain out on your culture because you can it's unsustainable how can the titans of your culture how, how can how could rock and roll have kept fucking whoever whatever band how could we how, how could they have kept them alive culturally if they demanded that they be criminals and commit crimes and fucking hurt people and shit that's not what they want from the Rolling Stones they want them to play fucking music and who's play- investigating to see if the stories they tell in their music are true oh he said he was in a Chevy on a hilltop and he never even owned a Chevy fuck him I'm not <laughs> listening to them no more like what No, nobody's doing that shit with Levy no other John drive, bitch. You, yeah, the levy was never fucking dry, you fucking liar. I Googled it. It's bullshit. But we looking at rappers like, yo, he said that he shot somebody, but then the other rapper said that he showed him his first gun. So if if he showed you your first gun, like, what are we talking about? Well, how, where is this conversation going and how is it productive? Oh, no, it,
2: it's destined self-destruction. Absolutely. It's, it's destined failure. There's no... There's no way you can play any of that out And it just doesn't add up It doesn't end with death and misery And suffering yep. and pain
0: Well, And people who love all the albums that come out of it So those people are going to love those albums They're going to listen to it and get nervous Thinking about the robbery situation And that time where the crack spot got raided And they're going to love it But you dying out here in real life People who know you are dying Your mother has to bury you because of some shit That happened on records
2: and it, and it's not something that you see across industries like you can watch. Like, I watched The Irishman today. You know, everybody knows Robert De Niro is like he's like a tiny theater nerd. Right. You know? Like, right. nobody expects if you see Robert De Niro never fucked. He never stomped anybody and buried the body. He never did that shit. But you'll watch a Robert De Niro movie, and you'll watch him portray that, and you'll be okay with it. And you'll be like, okay, I can appreciate the art. He did a good job invoking that emotion or portraying that character, and I enjoyed that film. And yep. we ju- we don't allow hip hop to be just that, yep. you know. Because I I mean, and 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 it's for and, and it's only applied to the violence aspect. Like nobody ever called Killer Priest out. Like, were you really astral traveling? Did you were you really right. talking with Jesus right. in person? Right. Were you really in Egypt? B? Did you really do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Only J. with Wu, violence. And drug right.
0: dealing and all that kind right. of shit. That's
2: got to be real. Jay Rose didn't swim through a, a sea of razors and not get cut. You didn't right. do that. You fucking liar.
0: All right, Jay Live said he could swim for nine thousand miles. Like I don't think you can really do that, buddy. Nah, fuck him. I'm not buying well, his. He's record. canceled. That's you see, you see what liar. I'm saying. And yeah. if you're not careful, people will spend that shit on you where they'll be like. Oh, they'll bring up exactly the point you just did about De Niro or some shit like that and use it in a completely different context. They'll say, oh, well, actors do this and actors do that. Like, rappers aren't actors. We, we want them to be telling the truth. The reason that we love Robert De Niro is because we know he's not that, but he convinced us that he was for the duration of this film. We know that's not who he is as a character, as a person. But the fact that you can embody that as a character, we can be entertained by it, and then we could turn it off. But if Robert De Niro went to an interview and somebody, and he started cussing a guy out like a character from one of his movies, they'd be like, yo, he's a jerk. Why did why'd you do oh, that? He's
2: an asshole. Right. Yeah, Nobody would working. expect
0: it. But if but if a reporter walks up to 50 Cent and he says, yo, get the fuck out of here before I slap you in the face, we'd be like, yo, 50, a real nigga, son.
2: Yeah. There,
0: this shit there's... don't make no sense.
2: Yeah, the 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 behavior gets incentivized. If there if there wasn't anything on the back end where there was a payout from it, then maybe you'd see it dissipate. But because it it boosts your your capital, you know, it boosts your it boosts your market viability, you know, there's I mean, cause I even remember everything leading up to, to that dude getting imprisoned. Um and uh he did that interview on the uh Breakfast Club and Charlemagne is just like, pleading with him to come to a point of, like, having some sense. Like, can't you do all these things without all the, you know, being a provocateur? Like, can't you make music and make money and go, like, and look at, well, it doesn't matter, and, and he even points out to him, it's like, but look, because all that shit you did, you missed out on the tour, you didn't get this money here, 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 and here. Like, this doesn't even make good business sense. Like, what is the point of this? You know, boosting your reputation through all the, these antics and all this dumb shit, when really it's It's inevitable that it ended up the way that it did, you know, you were either going to get shot. Yeah. Or you were going to go to prison. Those are the only two things that can happen. And so why would this even be a, a, you know, a desirable life
0: course, you know, for anybody? Yeah. For anybody. Why would anybody look at that and get some type of uh, excitement from it? To listen to all of these things that's going on, all the situations, the, the years that people are getting with this shit, the fact that they was trying to put hits out on people. So, I mean, they're trying to put real money on people to, to get murdered over rap beef. And you telling me that these are some motherfuckers that's supposed to just stay on the street, we supposed to just leave them outside. Put those motherfuckers under the jail. I'm not for real. I don't give a shit. Take them away, bro. This what we doing? We're not filming a movie here. This is real people who could possibly die because another rapper don't like you. That shit don't make no sense to me. I mean, just not even, and I'm not protective over hip-hop like that as a culture. So it's not like I'm embarrassed by the culture of hip-hop or we don't need this or blah. I'm talking about humanity as a whole. Yeah. These are not humans that we need to be hoisting up and like it's not like they just won some kind of award for being intelligent. These are some of the worst motherfuckers that's existing. And they and they not only are some of the worst people, but they have a platform to make themselves celebrities because of the horrible shit that they do. They're not hiding it, they're not pretending to be some kind of venture capitalist, but on the low, you out here doing gangbangs and shit, gangbanging people. Fucking, the fact is, they're doing some terrible shit and people are treating them like celebrities and they're being honest about it. So, I guess that's what makes it okay. Then at least they're not lying, they're telling the truth. They're killers. So, these are the people I want to listen to. And are, are any of them even that good at? I mean, I guess that don't really matter whether you're good at rapping or not, you know, that's subjective. Yeah, I think that, but
2: I think that to be a pre, uh, that is a prerequisite to having a career is, is we've long passed that yeah because I, I really that changes over time
0: that changes so much over time of what's good you know the technicality of it is one thing but somebody could be good on paper but there's a lot of rappers we love that probably wouldn't look that great on paper you know they got a lot more style than they do substance and we love them you know what i'm saying if you read some of if i mean if you read mop's lyrics on a sheet of paper I mean, you probably wouldn't be impressed to the point where you'd be like, mm, wow, this is this is dope shit. Let's see, take rings off, take chains <laughs> off, everything off. Okay, okay, we're getting deep now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What would it really, but if you listen to the song, you know what I mean? You feel like you want to go rob somebody.
2: And that's why I try to, you know, I try to see the artistic value in things and balance it out with like, well, what do we want to promote as human beings? Because there's definitely some contradic- contradictions within my 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 music catalog and just my taste in general. Because I I can't defend M O P on any moral grounds. Like I have I have nothing. I you know what I mean? Like when I you, when we had that conversation about um you know Raekwon you know was Ghost Ghost was the first one aggressive. Greg and I was like, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. But then I went back and I listened to Black Jesus, you know, finger roll the rhythm, ride the horse one hand. I'm like, oh shit, this is this is this is the the zenith of what this dude was describing for me. This is Raekwon, Ghostface, and You God on the same song. It's called Black Jesus. I don't know if Black Jesus is even mentioned. I don't know right. exactly like, thematically, there's no there's no cohesiveness to that Perfect. song other than the beat is dope and they sound good on it.
0: I really think it with my favorite cartoon. Right, I can't I can't <laughs> right, so I can't I can't
2: defend it. Any kind of snobby justification I could concoct, you know, off the cuff to make it sound like it's intellectual at this I yeah, surrender. I yeah. like the song, I can't defend it. And that's how it is morally with like MOP. I you know MOP has some dope ass songs. But yeah. if you asked me if you ask me what the prescription is to to better things, I can't I can't find anything from M.O.P. And like a- everything that we you know talked about that is the negative aspects of like letting might make right and having street culture uh, and vi- culture of violence dominate and dictate artistic culture, everything that's wrong with that, like it's all in M.O.P., you know, oh, yeah. and I and I couldn't say, well, I would never buy another record. I wouldn't listen to them. You know, but I would be like, could you guys not really
0: fuck people up? I mean, that would be great. We wouldn't be keeping it real, right? Right. But you're destroying the authenticity. You you can't do that. Yo, Bill, in in uh, in Annie Up, I had to, I listened to this song a bunch of times until one day, I was listening to it for I think I was I don't know if it was the remix or what, but I'm listening to it, and it just dawned on me, that Billy Dan's shoots somebody. In the song, shoot somebody for giving him life advice. (laughs) Shoot somebody for giving him life advice. When he says, uh, he's talking, he said, I'm always in distress mode. And then he goes, that shit going to send you to your grave. So you think I don't know that? Blow, nigga, hold up! Blow, nigga, hold up! <laughs> like, did you just shoot this dude because he told you to stop stressing so much? Like, yeah, shot him three times.
2: <laughs> yeah, this life, this life is really gonna get to you, man. You're gonna age before you your time. It's stress and violence. <laughs> Blown, <That>. nigga, hold up! <laughs> <lat.
1: laughs>
0: Shit's unbelievable, bro. And this is the shit that we love. So, the, we but love there would it. have
2: to be an understanding that it is like a movie. It is like acting. It's only fun and it's only entertaining when you're just doing it to be braggadocious and clever. Cause from an MC perspective, like just as being clever in a in a line, um, you know, you got shot because you knock, 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 who's there? You know, another motherfucking hard rock. Okay, yeah, I, I get that. That's clever. That's a clever way of saying it. Right. You know, and even that, it's clever the way he put those words together. Thematically Oh, yeah, it's indefensible. It's horrible. <laughs> like, yeah, listen, absolutely. man, I'm try- trying to Bottom keep you of out reality. of prison and out of a casket. Like, this is a bad, this is a bad life choice. Yeah, I yeah. think if I don't we didn't know require, that.
0: <laughs> if we didn't require authenticity above all else, I think we'd be all right. We should require authenticity. Without morality?
2: Authenticity
0: for the, without listen, morality the, I don't know. The,
2: no, the, the people in prison are authentic. Like you're only auth until you're dead or you're in prison, you're really not authentic. Like cause that that's that's the ultimate watermark of your authenticity. You know what I mean? Cause cause really up until that point, we don't know. We're not right. with you 24 hours a day. We don't know if some of that shit is staged, but I know the inevitable end to if you're really getting down like that. So right. you know, once you're shot or once you got a life sentence, then we know like Chia Lee, yeah, he he was real. You know, I mean, it fucking wasted 20 well, years of his life. He wasn't
0: even rapping. He was too young. He wasn't, he wasn't even rapping about, about murder. Roadrunner. Yeah, He's dude, he was rapping about getting runner. girls' phone numbers, bro. Right. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference. There has to be a difference. Now, will we be saying that that's not real because he was actually a murderer? You know, because mm. he was rapping about kid shit. Will we say that was he fronting? Right.
2: Because really, he was, you know, he was a killer.
0: Right. Killer, he's walking around strapped and he shot somebody for arguing with him. Right. So is that the music he should have been making? Should he have been doing some mob deep shit instead? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's a dead end, bro. It's a dead end. That's a, if you if you build that into the tenets of your culture, it can't survive long. It's gonna it's like you said, it's gonna self-destruct. It's gonna eat itself.
2: And really, it kind of makes you appreciate uh, native tongues and that whole consciousness movement at that right. time, too, because I'm sure a lot of that was geared towards, yeah, we know there's, there's dudes like Chi Ali, you know, and here's, here's an alternative. You will come make this music. Yeah, and it doesn't need, you know, and we know you're in the midst of violence, and it's very easy to succumb to that and give in and participate in the violence, but maybe we can direct your energy there, you know. So I'm sure there was a lot of people that were a part of that enterprise, even if they weren't rapping or part of the album, but they just had jobs subsequently because those dudes were getting money. You know, where they you know they had an alternative to to make some legitimate money and stay away from that. You know, and and probably I'm sure some of the people around him, they I'm sure they were trying to keep him away from that.
0: Yeah, smart move. That would have been a smart move, but yeah, I think it's uh like I said, I'm not protective over hip hop like that. So I would never I would never argue with people because I think it's all all it's ever gonna be is a reflection of the state of the mind of people. Who consume it the most you know what i'm saying if it was up to me I, I wish the worst parts of hip-hop the one that these people who are farthest away from the experience consume the most when all these kids go to coachella to listen to somebody rap about cracking guns i wish that shit belonged to their community mm. i wish they, they i just want them to have it let them start sagging their pants Let them start shooting at each other in their cul-de-sacs and shit. Let them live that shit. If they want to consume it and they think that shit's so awesome, I would love for that to be their existence so they could see it from the inside rather than glorifying it and rewarding people. Like when you, if you make a a rap song and you allude to raping someone in the rap song, that shit should never get played anywhere. Nobody should ever play it. I don't give a fuck how much you think the beat knocks. I'm not playing it. But that shit can become a hit if you if the hook is right and if you word it the right way. Oh, Rick you know, Ross got away with it.
2: You know what's, what's such a good... It, you got to take it to extremes to illustrate the point. Did you ever... This was maybe about... It, maybe between 06 and 08. Might have been 2010. Somewhere around there. There was like this... It was a troll, but there was this openly gay rapper. Did you ever hear him? I don't think so. Okay. I got a couple songs oh,
0: <laughs> I can shit. send
2: you. He is, not only is he openly gay, but he's, like, thugged out. Like, he's oh, talking okay. about, like, raping dudes, beating dudes up if they don't want to give him the ass. Whoa. Like, he, he has a line where he talks about, you know, he went to this dude's house while his girl wasn't there. And, you know, he fucked him, and then he came on his kid's toys.
0: <laughs> like, oh. just, Yo, what's just the, the most
2: fuck? violent... Like, dude that just got out of prison, loves man-ass, and will fuck some dudes up to get it. Like, wow. and that's the perspective that he's rapping from. And you hear it, and you're like, okay, um, okay. So this is, this is, and it and it, and it, and it, it illustrates it so well, because it's like, okay, because when he came out later, you found out it was just a troll. That's not really, he's not really gay. Oh, but he just okay. thought it would be funny. Like, What if you just had a dude that was just openly, like openly gay, but not like effeminate, just hardcore? That's just hilarious. Could you listen to this? And so, yeah, it is a test. It's like, no, but so it's got a dope beat. If he had bars, I'm not going
0: to talk about raping people, though.
2: Okay, but, but that's the thing. He's talking about hardcore man sex. Yeah, I so, can't
0: I don't know. Yeah. Don't
2: right, know. right. But but you see what I'm saying? That's immediately repulsive to so many hip hop listeners, right? And you're like, oh yeah, that's just you know, it's just uh, that's just terrible. But like you said, there's a couple NWA records where it's more than implied. Like there's skits, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just yeah, yeah. we gotta take the pussy. I, I have not been no. We got and, and and you are like, Yeah, if if but if any of this shit was on a real level like how would it be you know like would would you be able to cope with any of this or would you embrace or applaud any? and until you make it something that's just so that you get such a visceral response from like when you when you talk to a heterosexual person about some just openly overt and just very explicit homosexual acts there's a there's an unavoidable revulsion and it just begs the question it's like yeah you know that dude just sold crack and got head from his friend's mom you know what i'm saying isn't that horrible like take it out of the song for a minute like just think about the concept you know what i'm saying like the, the reality of it itself like why wouldn't there be that same revulsion and the i think the the real dirty secret about it and, it, and it's something about and it's it's across cultures and communities it's something that just in america that we've decided that we're comfortable with we're comfortable with seeing black people in in violent, deplorable circumstances and seeing it as stylish. In in mm. any other world, it's failure. You know what I'm right. saying? In any other world, you know, we don't like there's no dude making country music that's fucked up on meth and in and out of jail and everybody just loves his shit. And if he gets off meth, people are like, ah, oh, you ain't selling meth no more. You're not real. You know, you're not putting any, you know, blue glass out in the the trailer park anymore you ain't shit you know you like there's there's not that same demand for that to be authentic right but right. then but then even even taking away the authenticity aspect of it like even if it was just a joke like his fan base if he gets off meth they're like cool we still like your music we're glad that you got off drugs good for you you know there's not this demand but for some reason it's it's a it's a sickness that yeah it should it needs to change cuz you look at it and you're like, yo, you have to you have to be fucking your own shit up. You have to be fucking up your future. You have to be fucking up the community. And you have to be serious about it. And if you're not serious about it, that's a strike against you. And and, and everybody should be uncomfortable with it. You know what I mean? Like it should like you said, the the only thing that would really change people's and cause I don't even know what I don't even know what the layout is. You know what I mean? Cause there's a There's a there's a huge constituency I know you know suburban kids that were very much into the conscious hip hop right right you know they're going to see Common they're going to see the Roots they were going to see Most Def and then there was like these dudes that and it was it was always corny to me because it was always like this is I don't see what you see the appeal in this and there was even a time where you know that was like a big thing too it's like you almost had to like one or the other you know, like on that music snobbery shit. Like, yeah, how are you yeah. listening to oh, yeah. most deaf, but then you really like Beanie Siegel? Like, yep. Beanie Siegel ain't positive. Um, So yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I had man.
0: that. I had a touch of that growing up. I definitely ran into it. It was the whole the backpackers movement. You know what I mean? They wanted to separate themselves from the crunk rappers and and even within the backpackers movement, there was all these dudes who thought they were super duper lyrical and spiritual and shit. So they was even you know there was a difference even between somebody like Mos Def and then LP and Company Flow. Right. even that was different so it's like if you were listening to one and not the other so i, I it's fractures itself and splinters itself the farther it goes and i remember clearly especially when crunk came out it wasn't as much with i don't remember it personally as much with gangster shit cuz i remember growing up and it was a little bit of gangster shit with dos effects with jay rule everybody had a little bit of that edge but when it came to straight up like criminal killer rap like I, I remember, the first rap that I thought was weird was Grave Diggers. That was the first thing that I thought was kind of weird. I was like, I don't know about this shit, dude. It's like I was listening to it when I was like, hey, it's just making me a little bit uncomfortable. I don't know if I like this. This guy's talking about chewing off his own arm and shit.
2: Oh, bro. I remember. I remember people in the car with me gasping when mm. when he was like, uh, "Buck, buck, buck! I will give your ass a holy ghost." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Did he blaspheme the Holy Spirit? Like people were gasping, like it would, and it was the second album. I think was a lot more positive. It was, a, it was more, all right with five percent of shit. But the the first one, yeah, the first one, even one eight hundred suicide, it's such a dope beat, yeah. you know. And I really yeah. liked Prince Paul and and RZA, uh working together. Like that, I I thought that was some of like the best uh, RZA production. Like I liked him collabing with Prince Paul. Um, yeah, it
0: was dope. It just felt weird.
2: It was,
0: it but weird. it was weird, yeah. Yeah, it felt it was weird on purpose. I know, you know, looking at the visuals and if you go back and look at the videos, all of they took pictures with switchblades and shit. So they were definitely going. I mean, they're called the Grave Diggers, so they was definitely right. playing up that whole satanic dark vibe. But it, it's not again, it's the authenticity of hip hop. I could watch fifty horror movies and not feel weird, but when you see rappers. You don't assume that they're just playing a character, cause you assume the authenticity that hip hop demands. Like, are these motherfuckers really Satanists? And like, what are they talking about? Killing people and fuck is going on here? This shit's kind of scary. It's just you—you you feel it different, I guess. But nobody. But there's still even back then there wasn't a big separation between something like Tribe Called Quest and the M.O.P. You could listen to them both when the crunk shit came out. That's when the hard line was drawn. That's when I remember the hard line being drawn for the first time. It was like, no, we, we ain't dealing with this shit at all. Lil John and all that shit, they was highly upset. Everybody I knew was highly upset about that shit. Super angry. That's when Double Helix was first happening. Around that time, I don't know when Lil John first, you know, popped off or whatever, but. Yeah, that 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 definitely uh, shifted hip hop pretty hard.
2: Yeah, and it hasn't gone back.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's had
2: a it's had a couple of sprinkles, here and there, like some some you know salted a little bit with a a different kind you know a Lupe Fiasco here and there. But for the most part, that's been the sound, and everything else has been kind of marginalized. It's just not as interesting. And then it's crazy to me, like, but even within that same culture. Um, Justin Bieber is selling records in that same market. So, how authentic is it, really? You know, like mm. he's got tattoos and he's hanging out with rappers. He was, he looked kind of like a, you know, like a a very polite lesbian from Canada. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> playing the guitar when he came out, but yeah. then he's tatted up and he's on records with rappers and he's part of the sound. And and there's no demand from him to be authentic.
0: Well Bye. then again well what's his contribution though that's the thing so Justin Bieber is he actually saying those types of lyrics because he's just hanging out with them he's got tattoos too but he's just hanging out with them and they might be talking about some criminal activity but when he's singing the hook he says hey baby baby love you baby baby hey baby baby and then it goes back to the fucking raunchy lyrics what's his real contribution what are we expecting him yes he's hanging with them yes he came to the studio and recorded a verse on their song but you got people like you know r kelly who will talk about some horrible, raunchy shit and use all kind of profanity and just sing it in a, you know, right. in a little melody. So it's like, what what is he really doing to make us expect that from him? If he's going deep, if he's talking that shit, then that's different. <laughs> but if he's just hanging out in the video and, you know, singing the fucking hook, then, you know, I guess he's just, you know, fringe maybe a little bit guilty by association. Ah, Justin, I... why were you hanging out with those criminals? Well, I was just singing baby 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 on the hook though. Like, oh, okay. All right. Well, as long as you weren't like selling drugs and shooting people.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I guess it was a time where he I can't I can't see a scenario where he's allowed in. And he like yeah, like that's
0: true. and he's yeah. got
2: millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Oh, he doesn't have I to check it. in with anybody.
0: It just made sense just now. You know why? Because Justin Bieber is the target demographic of the rappers who hired him to be on their song. That's why he's the key to that audience. They're going to probably listen anyway. Cause like I said, they like thug shit and all that. They're going to listen anyway, but if you can get one of them in the video, then they can have an, even a deeper level of being plugged into the simulation. Cause now not only do I get to sing my favorite, uh, Gangster rapper song But they have somebody who looks like me In their video So now I can play I can get even deeper into it Role play through the video That's what it is He's he's the target demographic Young white folks who are living on the edge It's like This is who I want to buy my music They're gonna pay $150 for a ticket And Justin Bieber looks just like him I think that's a, that's a pretty simple business move Right there it's the same yeah. reason. The, it's the same reason the drug dealers get a white guy. It's like nobody's gonna bother you when you sneak through with all these drugs on you. So you're my friend now.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I get. I, I guess that that's true. It's a, it's a very easy way into the soft pop market. Yeah, that's what it uh, is. Soft entry point.
0: So the wolves are still looking at him like he food though, but he just thinks he's safe.
2: Yeah, I guess. I guess, man. I just. I don't know, like. I, I just, I just, it's kind of hard to fathom. Like, it's okay that six nine is a part of the culture, but he's not really living that lifestyle. Like we, we've already kind of pointed out, it's it's absurd to make the demand that you have to live that lifestyle to be the to be an artist. But at the same time, he he's forced to come out of the pocket if he wants a career. You know, but nobody's, nobody's checking Justin Bieber like that. Like, okay, you want to hang around these dudes. You want to have, you know, you want to be a part of these songs. You want to kind of be a hanger on or be okay. Like you're getting tattoos now and you're, you know, you're, 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 you're definitely a different type of person than when you first started your music career, Yeah. you know? And so you're getting to kind of assimilate and co-op some of the swag, but you don't have any of those those dues to pay where there's none of the danger and like you but you're okay extorting six nine but justin bieber has more money nobody's extorting him
0: i don't get i don't understand why because he he's not trying to be he's not really trying to live that shit for all intents and purposes six nine wanted to be a part of that shit he wanted to be a full-fledged part of that shit. Not like. I want gangsters in my videos but after the video shoot i'm just gonna go home and i'm gonna you know play some video games now he wanted he wanted full involvement Mm -hmm. he chose his level of involvement and then when shit backfired on him then he flipped and whatever else happened but i don't see somebody in a position like a justin bieber uh, expressing any um expressing any need to be involved in that shit deeper than let's do a song together I don't know. He might hang out with him. Maybe are. he might hang out with him a little. And I also don't know what his content is. I've heard, sadly, I've heard more of Takashi69's lyrics just from people quoting them and putting them up to show what he's talking about than I've heard of just, I don't know what the fuck Justin Bieber's, talk, Bieber's talking about. I have no idea.
2: I mean, Justin Timberlake did a did a song with 50 Cent, you know? Robin Thicke did a, a, a song with 50 Cent. Right. Um, but I, I see. But even, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, but I don't did
0: know. Robin Thicke drive around right. with Fifty Cent at three o'clock in the morning, right. with, with the, AK forty yeah. seven and a fucking right. uh, a kilo of cocaine in the trunk? Yeah, I'm not checking in. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm not. I'm not going that far. We'll do this song. Maybe we'll drink some champagne together at the club because that's like one of the, in the Venn diagram. That's one of the places where their worlds overlap. Drug dealers go to the club and drink champagne, and pop stars go to the club and drink yeah, champagne. Yeah, so we art, artists
2: just gotta find ways to be more creative. Yeah, that, they can do that. that. That's all it is. You gotta find a way to be more creative. You're you're taking the easy route, going that route. You know, it's it's much more easier. Some suburban kids gonna tune in. If you say it's cool, he's gonna think it's cool. If if it's some violent shit, it's easier to get from point A to get to point B as far as being deemed as cool, because there's that fascination. You know, the violence is already kind of attractive when you're not in the midst of it, and like you said, you're just seeking it out like a drug. It's just an experience. So you know, but if there's people that you know are selling records in that same market, you know, or have the ability to sell, or even you know, Fifty Cent is going out to make yeah I think didn't Justin Timberlake do a song with Jay Z too
0: I Am my sure? yeah yeah no I think they yeah.
2: did so I mean I you know
0: I <laughs> yeah. and they're not they're not, like they're not in hard involvement
2: right and nobody's yeah. but nobody's expecting Justin Timberlake to catch charges
0: no not at, in at all in order
2: for us to enjoy him on Jay Z's record. Right. So it's almost like this this cheering on like yo if you're yo if you want to be authentic like, it, we're not going to impose this on white dudes, but if you want to be authentic, like, you have to do it. And I don't know, man. It's tragic.
0: And if you look at the other side of that, say, uh, not maybe not Jay-Z now at this stage, but probably years ago, say if he went and jumped on some country singer song. To 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 the country singers audience, it's likely they would look at him like, "I heard that guy was a drug dealer. Why why is Travis Tritt doing a song with a <laughs> drug dealer?" <laughs> yeah, it would be a it would it would be a negative from the other community's point of view, but from our point of view, we wouldn't even think. What would we think to ask of the person? Like if it was Tr- Jay Z, what would Jay Z's audience demand of Travis Tritt?
2: Yeah, nothing.
0: Nothing. Nothing. It wouldn't be like, it's huge. Does he really have a pickup truck, though?
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you really, did your wife really divorce you and take the dog? That yeah, really I think happened? He's fronting. He's
0: fronting. Yeah. He ain't no real cracker. It's,
2: it is <laughs> it is <laughs> crazy. It is crazy because it's so there's stupid. no other genre of music where you demand authenticity. It's just a song, it's a song that somebody wrote. And it's about it's and it's just about some shit that maybe has nothing to do with the person. Like I think about I don't know what the name of that group was, but I I know you gotta remember that song like in the nineties. Like once there was this kid who you know what I'm t- song no. I'm talking about. No, I don't know if it's the Crash Dummies. Okay, the hook I know you're gonna remember it.
0: Oh yeah 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 I know it. Bring bring.
2: Like, no, but it's like, yo, there really wasn't a fucking kid. There was right. a kid that once did what? Come on. Tell man. a story. telling right. a story. You can just tell a fucking story. Or it doesn't have
0: to be your story. Be right. A character for this song, you tell it through I wrote this song through the eyes of a drug dealer on his last right. day when he was trying to get out and you know something happened and it would be a good story to listen to. But in hip hop, if that's not really you or if you weren't really there or if you're not in that lifestyle, and I guess it depends on how you present because if you present yourself as a storyteller, then you can kind of you know, I think you can do it without people expecting it to be true. but if you are one of these gangster thugged out rappers, then I don't think they're gonna give you that much room to uh to ex- explore and experiment. They just want you to stick to you know what got you here
2: and if everybody's selling drugs right and 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 if everybody is a thug, then who who are the victims and who are the drug you know who are the drug users?
0: They don't buy drugs e- from each other,
2: right? Has there ever right <laughs> has there <laughs> ever been like what's the end of that that pyramid scheme where it's actually going to and then like has there ever been a legit? I know there has been like you could point to Flavor Flavor Dmx, but an artist that that's been their persona. They weren't the drug dealer. They were just the drug addict. Mm. On, on, And on every single song They're just talking about Yeah, I suck some dick for crack Yeah, I stole this VCR Yeah, my mom threw me out again Like, I, well, where's that character with that swag? And that's his whole album
0: Well, whatever it is I, I know the kingpin of that shit is Leor Cohen He's mm. at the top of the pyramid <laughs> He's getting paid off all that shit And he's got an eye for it too He's like, I know exactly how to run this game People got a big rich off that shit, off the whole, the entirety of that concept of how we hold the the culture together. A lot of people made a lot of money off of it. And there's a lot of suffering happening. And we are kind of incentivized to keep it going just to preserve that aspect of the culture. But we rather keep it than let it go. Like we look people look at Drake and they're like, yo, he's soft, yo. Drake's soft. Like, so what? At least he ain't trying to kill nobody. (laughs) <laughs> Can we get a break from murderers? Can we yeah, just... <laughs> that's, that's such a good
2: point because, yeah, because as much as you would say, you know, things should change for the better, there is an ingrained resistance to that shit. Yeah. There is, a, like, like, even, you know, with your boy Old Town Road, you know, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm gay, I made this country, blah, 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 mashup. You know, all of these artists that really... You know, got some questionable fashion choices. Probably aren't you know heterosexual. I know there was one artist that was, like, he was wearing lipstick, different colored lipstick to match his fits. You know, we're like, we don't want that either. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, but they're probably not. They're probably not murderers. They're probably not you know violent, raping, thugged out murderers. Right. So, is it is it really that bad? You know that the culture is if it's gonna shift to anything else like. You know, if you had a choice for the kids, would you rather the kids be dead or just gay? You know, like, eh, I'd I'd rather rather
0: have (laughs) authenticity from a dude who's singing love songs to girls and singing about heartbreak than authenticity from somebody who's a mass murder and drug dealer. Right. (laughs) Well,
2: we don't. It's okay if you just want to make it up.
0: Yeah, no. no, Right. If you just want to make it up. And then when when the song's over and you're done shooting the video, then you go and you, you become like a you know a theater trained actor and you're like yes that was uh my interpretation of a ghetto in the early seventies. <laughs> I I'd be more interested in that guy than a person who's like nah I really did that shit. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to him.
2: Oh, I gotta look this shit up for you, man. I think his name was Gangsta Fag. Oh my god. Oh dude. Oh I wish I could play audio through here. I gotta find out how to do that through the um yeah his gotta, name You
0: gotta put a trigger one in if we play that shit. Yo, his name is Gangsta
2: Fag. Yo, you gotta you gotta listen to it. Hold on. Can you hear it? No. Fuck.
0: No, we can we got yeah, we'll get that Let's worked out. out. We'll get Hold that on. worked out for I,
2: sure. I wanna I wanna see if I can figure out how to do it while we're on the thing. Let me see. Cause I'm I'm sharing, so it should be sharing. Okay, hold on. You know what? What we could do? Yeah, we could do it in post. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send you the link.
0: I see and, it on the screen.
2: Okay, yeah. And just let me know when you're playing it and we can just react to it together. Check out some of these bars. I can't believe you've never seen this. Ah <laughs> oh, dude. Gangsta this
0: bag. Is, you're
2: not ready, dude. When I, 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 you...
0: I, I Yeah, I totally agree with that statement already. <laughs> I'm definitely not ready for to fag. Wow. I mean, hey, listen, it's not like it's not like that. Uh, it doesn't exist,
2: right? There's just there's just no open bravado about it, yeah. and I I think that's the new the new movement. There needs to just be, just you know, since arguably a lot of the shit is just a character, and if we're demanding authenticity. Yo, I just want I want a rapper who's just totally a fucked up drug addict, you know, and that's all he's rapping about. There's no swag about it. There's no I murdered somebody, (laughs) like I got beat the fuck up and thrown out of the crack spot. Like, and that's just and that's cool to him. And that's just what all his songs are about.
0: (laughs) Stealing people's stash and getting beat up for it later. That's it. That's But I was high, so I didn't care. Like I already smoked.
2: Yep. I was two dollars short. I just ran off with it. I'll pay for it later. You know, I'll pay the consequences when they catch up to me. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, there needs there needs to be more the more of that man. There's somebody that just loses every fight, like I'm gonna fuck you <laughs> up, yo, know, I got beat up again. I got my shit stomped. In. I can't go back to that club ever again. <laughs> Dude's are looking for me. Like just nothing, nothing really to brag about. If he's about.
0: got a good angle and he's a good writer, um, somebody could pull it off. Somebody <laughs> could pull it. Off. You got to be a great writer though. Like
2: I can't fight. I don't sell drugs. I probably do too much. Well, now that I think about it, these new rappers actually, with all the the Molly talk and the Percocet shit, they are kind of all drug addicts.
0: I mean, yeah, that's true. That's they true. are kind of, but they're cool. They're shit. still cool though. They swagged out drug addicts. They're yeah. not just like, yeah, look at me down and out with my shopping cart. <laughs> 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 they all swagged out uh, big, big drug addicts. Like, I don't even know if that's better. Well, I guess if you gotta be a drug addict, you might as well be a millionaire,
2: right? That's a great concept album. There's got to be a song about the shopping cart, you know, how you load it up, what when you're oh. trying to figure out what the essentials are.
0: Um, theme albums, yeah, we got to get concept albums from rappers playing characters. I'm down for that. Oh shit, man!
2: I can hear it in my my headphones. I don't know why it won't play.
0: Yeah, it's but not coming through for me. But that I'm definitely gonna have to peep it fucking gangster fag son That's an that's that that's an anchor for a show right there.
2: I think this is the one where he talks about coming on the kids to so uh, on the kid. That's just
0: that's sinister. Right, baby. that's extra, right? That's, that's sinister, bro. Extra nefarious. Wow, who came up with that? And it's kind of like cuz think about like the way
2: that, you know, that that aggressive energy of like pushing up on chicks, you know, I, I, I kind of like that angle where it's just some aggressive dude, but he wants to fuck dudes. So he's just, he's not taking no for an answer. He's going to keep asking for your number. And like, I think that's what this song is. He he wants it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he's, convinced, <laughs> he's convinced
0: himself. Listen, there's probably some men in the world who need to experience this. I mean, short of the rape. Yeah, they need yeah, to experience yeah. being pressured sexually by somebody in public so they could be like, well maybe women don't want to be cat called.
1: Who's
2: who's got a baseball bat and is way bigger than you.
0: Oh shit he's just like hey cutie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. th- yo know, there's definitely some dudes who've been who've been harassing women. I would I would love to watch that shit on a hidden camera what they would do if some dude rolled up on them like that. I'd love to see that shit.
2: Yo and was just aggressive grabbing ass you know what I'm saying? Getting up in his face like, come on, what's up? Nah. nah this
0: is how you treat women that freak, Nick, right?
2: right. Come here, yo. That's hilarious. Just licking his lips. You know what I'm saying? Like, he tried to walk away. He put his arm up over on the wall. Kind of <laughs> you up the barrier. you <laughs> yeah. No, nah, just, say, up. just
0: Just talk with me for a minute. We can't be friends, y'all.
2: Yo? You know, just one of them, the rest- like, six foot five, like 320 pounds, steroided out, just monster human beings this giant bodybuilder
0: type dude that's awesome that needs to be a youtube series (laughs) immediately i'd watch i'd watch it every time there was a new episode i would click notifications the whole nine
2: uh (laughs) feeling for the next new episode
0: that's hilarious
2: all
0: right man good talking to you man as usual
2: yeah, absolutely, man. It was it was funny to hear uh you and Quincy go back and forth, man. It's great, it's a great contrast.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got it. He's he's got it figured out for sure. It's like, yeah. I know what to do. We're gonna just get more violent. Trust me. Hear me out. Hear me out. More violence. I love it, dude.
2: All right, man, I'm going to get with uh, my cousin and figure out how to run shit through here so we can do it for the next one. But yeah, man, this is, uh, he's got a couple songs I'm sure that you can find on YouTube. Uh, treat yourself, man. Treat yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, brother. Take it easy, man. All right, man, So the next one. Take it easy. Bless. Peace.